Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through this these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we're discussing Chapter 10 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, The Marauder's Map, brought to you by Patfoot. Only Patfoot. He's the one that did it all because he's the best. We also have a special guest. Welcome back, Connie! Hey guys! I'm so excited to be back. Um, excited about this chapter. Um, and excuse you, Mooney had a lot to do with it, and I'm just going to put that out there right now before you, you he know. He was the reason why it had to Max. get done. Okay, but you know a lot of the intricacies were Mooney's. Um, Peter, to be honest, to be honest, it was Pettigrew's. That's why I had to get done. I'm just saying. But I'm also in between both Sirius and Remus. They're both my favorites. I mean, the so whole, like, Sirius versus Remus thing is really, like... that question. It's, like, chocolate versus fudge or something. I mean, like, I'm it makes sure no that sense. there's some sort of difference. And you can have a preference, but you're going to take either one. Yeah, that means Sirius Black is fudge. Or... And Remus is chocolate, and I prefer chocolate to fudge. <laughs> so we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive, and we want to know your thoughts Unless you're Connie, in which case your thoughts are irrelevant. So please. Oh. That makes no sense because we invited her to be here. So that actually is mm. counterintuitive. Unless you're, you're Connie and your uh, thoughts on Sirius are irrelevant. They're seriously irrelevant. I feel like it's not uh, funny uh, anymore. Uh, uh. Um, I don't care. I feel like you act like you funny as what I'm like going for. Annoying? As much as what I'm going for. No, I'm going for the fact that I can say serious as many so times as annoying, possible. Then. That's cool. It's fine. I it's, just wanted. I just wanted. It to warms my make heart. Clear. It makes me happy. I mean, you can feel. You can deal with your emotions however you want to deal hey, with them. Hey, Black Potterheads. But I'm happy. And hey, all Black I can do is walk in my truth. What it would be like to be at Hogwarts? Would you like to write about that? Um, we are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, um, a collection of stories, fan art, etc., illustrating the life of a black Hogwarts student. If you would like to submit, you can check out the website for guidelines. You can email us. Maybe hit up Connie. She's done it. I have. I don't want to, like, put Connie on the spot and be like, hey, hit up <laughs> Connie at Constar24 for advice. But you're going to do it anyway, know. and Connie's fine with it. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Might as well. You can also, since we're volunteering people, you can hit up Tacey at Tacey Bear. You can hit up Nella at I Heart Nella. Mm-hmm. And they all have done it. Tyler does not have a Twitter. I should get her a Twitter. I should just make her one. She's my little cousin. She can do what I say. Sorry. That was my own brain. But you can hit up all those people yeah. and ask them for advice. Yeah. We're, we're a team. Yeah, it does. Teamwork makes the dream work. Mm-hmm. Also, love our blog, love wizard team. We're okay, a team. You don't have to say it Teamwork twice. makes the dream work. Therefore, your contribution to the team could be monetary. Please consider donating to BGNO. We have a lot of dope things happening. We have a lot of dope things that we want to do but need your help to do. For instance, this whole the way that we record our setup, like it works for me and Bayana, but when there is a guest, <laughs> ooh, chow. Um, and I'm trying to figure out a better way. A lot of the best ways and the easiest ways take money that I don't really have. So, 
If you go to blackgirlsnerdout.com slash donate, you can find out all the ways we take donations. Also, we have some really cool ideas for our patrons. And shout out to Kim Lloyd, our newest patron. What? It's been a month, but this is timey-wimey, so... Yeah, it's timey-wimey. She's been a patron for a bit minute, but we just saw it. We had already past. recorded. <laughs> we had already recorded all the episodes mm-hmm. before we saw it. So, so sorry. This but, late, hey, but we see you. Thanks. <laughs> um, and subscribe to our newsletter every week or most weeks. Though this week I did it. Oh, no. I don't know what this week is. I don't know which week we're on, so I may not have done it. My bad. Um, <laughs> but we share news and links to what's been going on in the nerdverse. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can go to blackgirlsnerdout.com again and subscribe. And we try to do happy news because there's like some sad news and I try not to. There's enough of that. We like happy news. True. Um, follow us on Twitter at WeBlackAndNerds. Um, Black Girls Nerd Out on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. Join our Wizard Team Facebook group. Um, yeah. That's it. There's no news because... There is some news. Oh, There's one there? piece of news. Yeah, that's just happened, so that's why it's not on the agenda. But they're doing parties, like Harry Potter parties, at, at Barnes & Noble this weekend. Oh, yeah. The week, the Pride weekend. I don't know why, because it's not for the book. It's I think it's just like to get... Today. It's happening today. Yeah, I know, but... Tiny lightning, Connie. So today is in the past. Yes, right. So there were all these there parties were. a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, see, it gets confusing, right? Um, and Barnes and Noble is just, and not, it's not just Barnes and Noble actually. Booksellers and people trying to get us, trying to get our money, are just hell bent on making these books for kids. Mm. They're not. If you were the target audience when the first book came out, sorry, Bayana, but you were young. You were younger than the target. And you don't have to apologize. I know that. But like, you know not, that. Okay. It's facts. It's but not. if you were... So the first book came out in the UK in 1997 and in the US in 1998. So if you were 13 years old, which is like the audience for this, it was like middle school, um, you are now 32 years old. <laughs> you can love Potter I am not saying that there is not some 15 year old Potterhead who is not all about this life but they they don't know these Potter streets the way that we know these Potter streets <laughs> they don't remember their first they don't like they don't, night, like midnight, midnight release like, party yeah. they they were asleep. They were still in the womb. If that, yeah, they weren't even around for the last midnight release party. Or they were being incubated in their mouth. I don't know. Like I don't know math and stuff like that and science. That's not my. That's not it's my gig. It's almost been ten but years since saying, the last one. It's almost been ten years since the last one. So yeah. So okay. See, because yeah. oh shit, I've been out of school for wow. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. my point is. And the news here is Harry Potter is not a kid's book anymore. The Potter generation is... And, like, it's a play. And, like, the play isn't for, like... Unless you're reading kids. a play... Like, plays aren't really for kids. I mean, like, they no. are, but, like... 
usually when you're a kid, the only plays you end up reading are the ones that you're assigned in school. There's not a lot of play texts that are published for children. Usually you go see them or it's... And even then, because we were talking about there's a play that I... There's a musical that I want to go see. And my aunt, Brianna's mom, was like, can I, I was like, oh, and Aminata can come and she'll like it because it snows. And she was like, can Ami even go to plays like that? Like, the mom was like, look, that ain't for her. And I was like, no, she could come. <laughs> and she was like, no, she can't. And I was like, if she can sit through a movie, I think she can sit through this, this musical. She can barely sit through this. a movie, though. I know, but still. I just thought she'll, and, she'll disturb people. And that's the movie theater by the house where, like, nobody goes to until she's allowed yes. to get up and, like, walk around. So, yes, like, and and I said like, and I said that she would have more than she would have frequent breaks. Like I would take her for breaks at this thing, but and obviously, I'm not just four, so you know, very much not a part of the Potter generation. Because she just she straight up lied to me about reading a book yesterday. But um, the point of this, I say all of this to say that stop it, like you. What you end up doing is making kids feel like, oh, I like Harry Potter, but making people that are like, oh, I live and breathe and love Harry Potter, you make them feel like they are weird and stunted because they haven't grown out of Harry Potter, but when actuality, like, Harry Potter grew up with us and it's a part of us, and so stop trying to, like, push us out of our thing. I think, sure. the, I think the problem is what they're, they're trying to, they, I don't think they know what to do with us, to be honest. Correct. Like, so she wrote the books to grow up with the readers, but now the readers are all adults. And obviously you want to get new readers. So like, I understand like outreach to like younger kids or whatever, but at the same time, it can't solely be that it can't, you can't then have all of your Potter like stuff be like marketed to 10 year olds when you know that your major demographic is like their adults. But it's literally, it's to me, it, it feels like the same thing with, like, Star Wars, right? So the people that, like, when Star Wars came out, it was, like, a boy movie. It was, like, a teen, like, young boy movie, right? But they grew up, like, even the Star Wars stuff that they do now, like, they have they have toys. Like, I can go to the store and buy a, to- a Star Wars toy for a kid. I could go buy like, young adult Star Wars books for kids, and there is a whole nother avenue for the people that have grown up with Star Wars and that it means a lot to. And the same thing with, like, my... Not my dad. My dad's not a nerd like that. But let's... Yeah. Let's say for my hypothetical nerdy father was like, oh, we should watch Star Wars together, and then we watched it together, and then I became a Star my Wars dad. nerd, right? Your dad. Exactly. Um... And then I now am in the age where, like, people think that Aminata is my kid and I can't even get mad because it makes sense. (laughs) And I feel like I should be able to get mad about that. But I'm in the part now where it it very easily is be like, oh, hey, how about me and my kid and grandpa all watch Star Wars? And you don't feel juvenile for loving Star Wars. It's just like, oh, I'm, this is that storyline. And it's like, it's universal, right? Yeah, it's, it's, and I think that yes. that's, I think that's the Harry Potter they is multi-generational. It's, it's, Thank you. Yeah, fine. and they haven't gotten to that point where they. I don't think they, and they fully need to. realize that. And it's yeah, they definitely need to. But also though, it's annoying because instead of getting to the point where realizing it's multi-generational and including a younger generation, they've just kicked out like <laughs> the 
the Potter generation. Like, we are literally known as the Harry Potter generation. There are studies about us. We are better people. <laughs> Science has proven it. There's a lot of us, motherfuckers. We're all over the fucking world. And we still exist. Like, I'm not dead. I don't even have money. Social security yet. I have money. I don't have social security yet. I don't have that much money. I don't really have any money. But like, to spend on Harry Potter, we do. (laughs) Thank you. Correct. Thank you. So there needs to be some sort of, I agree, there needs to be some sort of like, okay, you can have, like, for some reason they have two separate events on the 24th and on the 31st of July. So on the 24th, that could be maybe the kids' night, and then they need they need two separate events. So, like, they just need to have more than one event. Why can't it be like, you know, have you, do you guys have um, Dave and Buster's in the East Coast? Yeah. So Dave and Buster's was targeted to be, like, a Chuck E. Cheese for adults, right? right? But then, like, all, ki- like, parents with kids, they ruin everything. And they're like, I'm going to bring my kid, too. And it's like, that's not for them. <laughs> so they have this rule now where it's like it opens at, like, 5 or 6, right? And then at 9, sorry, chaperone or nah, your kid got to go, yeah. right? So why can't it just have, like, the, you get two shifts of people. Like, I understand that that's probably a lot for Barnes & Noble to staff or whatever, but they used to staff midnight release parties. That couldn't be easy um so the event starts at five and then at nine or ten y'all gotta go the butterbeer goes away and the fire whiskey comes out <laughs> like why can't it just be that like it's real same yeah. event like i'm cool like i am so down for hanging out with young potterheads like they make me really excited and i say young potterheads and when i say that i think of like anyone that's new to the books because i literally talked this girl's ear off the other day she was my age, but she, like, she post, like, opened up, like, Sorcerer's Stone, and it was her first time reading it, and she hadn't been spoiled, which I don't understand how that's possible, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, and then I just talked her ear off, and she was like, okay, that girl's crazy, but still, <laughs> like, she's a young Potterhead in my mind, right, mm-hmm. and I'm like an old, mm. miserable, <laughs> cynical Potterhead now, yeah, right, like, I should be cashing some social security checks on Potter, but... Why can't they just have that but multi-generational and then at 9, 30, 10 o'clock when, let's face it, kids should be in bed anyway or home, inside, away from us. Oh, you weren't. Why are you still... I was. At a midnight release? Oh, at the midnight release I was there, yeah. yeah. But, but I, I was also saying. in high school and I could drive myself. But I mean for this, like, is this a midnight... This isn't a midnight release, is it? Yep. I the 31st today? one. The 31st, no, is, the 31st is the midnight release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what they're doing today. I don't or, remember either. Or a couple weeks ago. But they're doing something. Yeah. So yeah, that was the news. Or my rant. <laughs> Whatever. Let's get into the Marauders now. Let's do it. Let's do this. <laughs> um, we need a previously, huh? Previously oh, yeah. on Wizard Team. Um, so... Snape is the worst, as usual. Lupin's sick, or was sick. Um, Gryffindor versus Dementors were trying to watch. You said what? 100 Dementors were just trying to watch a game. Well, wait, let me just... Oh, I, have a I thought that's where you were going. You she keeps, she's been doing this a lot in the last like couple episodes. You just <laughs> jump the gun every time. I'm like halfway through it, and you're like, and this happened. And I'm like, wait, but I'm getting there. Just give me a second. But why do you, or why can't I recap sometimes? Because this is my thing. 
You just take everything. Not really. This is like this is younger. This is younger sibling slash cousin privilege where you're like, I'm doing it, <laughs> and I'm like, I guess I should be. I should take the high road because I'm the older one. But are I don't want to sure take the high are road. Are you sure it's that, or I'm just the older sibling? And I'm like, or the the older because you're a younger sibling. And I'm and just he, like, and here I am in the middle, like, oh my goodness, stop fighting, guys. <laughs> okay let's get back to the previously so again snape is the worst lupin is sick griff uh slytherin decided they didn't want to play in the bad weather um so gryffindor is playing hufflepuff the dementors show up harry has he falls off of his broom and the nimbus his nimbus 2000 falls in or flies into the whomping willow so that's no longer a thing that exists anymore. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it exists. It just existed multi multiple pieces. Right. I feel like it got disintegrated pretty badly, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, like... It's a fine powder underneath the willow. <laughs> Except for the pieces they were made. The whoppy willow was so like, did you up. just fly into me? Damn. Who, you thought. Who are you? Who is you? Ooh, who is the whomping willow? The whomping willow should be like... Debrat, because didn't Debrat go to like jail for like shanking a girl in the club? Like, don't touch me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there another person? Like, I was just gonna say person? like the first half of Lemonade, Beyonce. Mm. Oh, anger. That's the whole thing. <laughs> like, don't hurt yourself, hot Beyonce. Sauce. That's right. Whopping Willow with hot sauce. <laughs> yes, the Whopping Willow. Is like canon? sometimes you can call me hot sauce. Or, right. <laughs> wait, no, the bat of the Whomping Willow, the bat was made from the Whomping Willow. Yes. Mm. Hot sauce was made from Yes, Wizard Team Cannon. <laughs> and Hedwig, be- and Hedwig knows Carter went and flew that bat to her cousin Beyonce and was like, look what I got you. And it was wrapped just as well as the the broomstick <laughs> in Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> I wonder what this is. Oh my God. Harry and a Ravenclaw. Jeez. All right, so Madame Pomfrey insisted on keeping Harry in the hospital wing for the rest of the weekend. He didn't argue or complain, but wouldn't let her throw away the shattered remnants of his Nimbus 2000. You gotta let it go, bruh. Just woosah and let it go. Um, He had a stream of visitors, all intent on cheering him up. Hagrid sent him a bunch of earwiggy flowers that looked like yellow cabbages, and Ginny Weasley, Aww. blushing furiously, turned up with a get-well card she made herself, which sang shrilly unless Harry kept it shut under his bowl of fruit. She's really good. She has a really good grasp on her magic as a second year who was being possessed by Voldemort her whole first year. <laughs> I wonder, though, like, does she, because she doesn't, re- she blacks out when she's possessed, right? Mm-hmm. But I, so just, she, I just mean, like, she, you know, she was freaking out the whole time. How did she have enough time oh yeah. to, like, stay focused To, like, concentrate? School? Yeah. Well, because she, Tom Riddle was, like, her tutor. Like, he was smart. That's, yeah, possible. He's like, you know, I might as well help you out. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's I'm like, taking your in soul. The diary. I might as well help you get some good grades, at least. In the diary. He just couldn't, he's like, he's, he's like the evil version of Hermione like the no he's the know-it-all that Snape actually like that Snape thinks Hermione is uh, um and he's like god damn it Ginny that is obviously the wrong <laughs> oh my god wait nope nope stop stop let me do it you can copy my work <laughs> that's what happened Possibly. 
Um, this is adorable. Ron, uh, the Gryffindor team visited again on Sunday. Wood told Harry in a hollow, dead sort of voice that he didn't blame him for the, in the slightest. And Ron and Hermione left Harry's bedside only at night. They're so sweet. They're so They're sweet. They're real ones. Um, but nothing anyone said or did could make Harry feel any better. They only knew half of what was troubling him. Uh, he hadn't told anyone about the Grimm, not even Ron or Hermione. The fact remained, however, that it had now appeared twice, and both appearances had been followed by mere fatal accidents. Was the Grimm going to haunt him until Wait, he what are the actually fatal died? Well, we know. The night bus, the first was he'd nearly been run over by the night bus, and the second falling 50 feet from his broomstick. I have a thing about that. Because what? was he about to be run over by the night bus? I also had that same thought, like... Bro, that sounds like like, a lot like what Hermione was saying, or like even what we were talking about a couple episodes ago. Which Cardi hasn't heard yet. Maybe she may have. I don't actually remember which time we talked about it, but about like the self fulfilling prophecy. It was the Mm -hmm. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. See, I was like, (laughs) it was some episode we recorded, um, (laughs) but about the self fulfilling prophecy. Like looking back on it, oh yeah, I could have died, but in that moment, he wasn't like, oh shit, I almost got ran over. Yeah, I feel like he just fell down and like scraped his hand, and the bus appeared. It didn't really feel like oh my goodness, this bus is going to run me over and then it's kind of swerved. But also because the night bus, it's like, its entire movement is like avoiding things. So like it was never going to run him over. It's not like it was an actual like, this bus literally could have run him over. It literally would not have because that's just how its magic works. So I feel like, yeah, I had that same thought of like, but I didn't make go as far as you did with like looking back on it. Now it seems like a fatal thing, but it it wasn't in the moment. It wasn't. Yeah. And like so, I think it's because he's like, and before that's before he even knew about the grim and all that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like what mm-hmm. Hermione was saying about it. Like, oh well, you obviously see things differently after you've seen it. Mm-hmm. And then that's like. So it says. I went back to um, chapter three of the night bus, uh-huh. and it says Harry stepped backwards. His legs hit his trunk, and he tripped. His wand flew out of his hand. Um, and he had flung his arm out and arm out to break his fall, and he landed hard in the gutter. There was a deafening bang, and Harry threw up his hands to shield his eyes against a sudden blinding light. With a yell, he rolled back onto the pavement just in time. A second later, a gigantic pair of wheels and headlights reached to a halt exactly where Harry had been lying. Okay. So. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Um. It seemed like a close call. I mean, I feel like it was close, but he wasn't but actually could, gonna, like, I But it know. could be, like, the same thing where it's, like, the driver. You know, have you ever been crossing the street and you look at a driver like, bitch, I wish you would. <laughs> like, you could slow, you could stop. And they're looking like, I, I knew, I knew where I was stopping. And you're like, I didn't. You know what I mean? Like, they sure. get, like, a little too close. They yeah. break a little too late. And for you, <laughs> it's, like, much more serious than it is for them because they... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just doesn't... Yes. This so literally it could, happened. It could be one of those things. It literally happened. Me and my brother went to see the movie Final Destination, and we were on oh, our wow. way home, and obviously, oh. once you see that movie, everything Damn. everything is about to kill you. We almost, it's the Grimm. It's the Grimm. That movie is the Grimm, literally, because literally. we were crossing the street, and a bus was turning, and like we felt like we were almost going to get hit by this bus. <laughs> what was the ad on the side of the bus for the movie Final Destination? We were like, No! <laughs> So it's the same, it's the same principle. <laughs> yeah, that is trauma, man. I remember after I saw Final Destination, I was like, so I can't go outside for a while. <laughs> and mom, I'm going to need you to write a note. 
dad, I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to be missing some basketball games, <laughs> practice and whatever. You can bench me if you have to, but I'm in. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm in. I'm inside. Yeah. I'm not sleeping on my bed because I might, what if the bed breaks and then I, you know, I might get hit by a thing. I was on the floor, like in the middle of like just nothing. You know, they like, the best thing for an earthquake is like to just go outside and stand in an empty field and you're always like, but where am I going to find an empty field? Right. That was literally my reaction after the, I saw the Final Destination movie. The first one. The first one. I was like, where can I find an empty field? <laughs> I feel like that's the only way I'm going to be okay. So that's basically the grip. Yeah. Yes. So he was worried about the Dementors. Was the Grim going to haunt him until he actually died? And then there were the Dementors. Harry felt sick and humiliated every time he thought of them. Everyone said the Dementors were horrible, but no one had collapsed every time they went near near one. No one else had heard the echoes in their head of their dying parents. <laughs> but how many people have dying or dead parents and that died in such a grisly way? He hasn't, yeah, he hasn't made that connection yet. But I mean, yeah. I don't, I mean, it's the Wizarding War. There was a war at that time, so, yeah. you know, the number isn't, like, just Harry. Yikes. I wish for a war. I knew that I was poor. <laughs> oh, I knew God. it was the only way to rise up. If I tell my story, okay. I am other. Okay. So. Sorry. Um, when the Dementors approached him, he heard the last moments of his mother's life. Her attempts, her attempts to protect him, Harry, from Lord Voldemort, and Voldemort's laughter before he murdered her. Harry dozed fitfully, sinking into dreams full of clammy, rotted hands and petrified pleading, jerking awake to, jerking awake to dwell against, again on his mother's voice. And then like, we've discussed before about geez. how... Um, or you guys have, I wasn't vocally a part of the conversation, um, about how... You're always a part of the conversation. True, because I feel like what I'm about to say, I actually did bring up on Twitter, um, about how the piece of soul that is in Harry's, like, head or wherever, um, this is also that soul piece's, like, worst moment. So Mm -hmm. this moment is possibly intensified because Mm -hmm. he's, like... It's Harry's worst moment, but it's also Voldemort's worst moment. So it's possibly, like, even worse than it could possibly be, which is, like, a terrible, such an awful thought. Where it's, like, this is already an awful thing to have witnessed, even as a child, and then to, like, have to relive it as, like, a more grown adult. Knowing this man is kind of still alive after you, and then to have it be, like, doubly intensified, and you don't even know why? Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. And they keep marketing this book to children. <laughs> this is not a child's book. Oh, boy. God damn it. If I would let my kid read this. Robin, you would. Calm down a little bit. Okay. PTSD. Because I definitely Ooh. read this at like eight years old. It's not as intense as you Well, saying. you are not normal. There are levels, and who is your mother? But, there are okay, levels. But the Harry Potter generation like spans like the, the minimum age for that generation is like 20. I feel like so, it's exactly like from you to me to Robin. Right. I'm like, calm down a little bit. Like you're getting a little, it's it's not not for children. It's definitely a children. It's definitely in the children's section of Barnes and Noble, which is a problem, but it's a problem. The reason it's, it's a, a problem, problem is not because it shouldn't be for children. This is PTSD right here. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's legit. Some sh- but <laughs> but that's why it's important to have children yes. read it. Yes, you should teach your children about how they should deal when these. 
terrible creatures come and help them relive the moment of their parents' death. You should, your children should be prepared for that eventuality. Okay, well, not that specifically. <laughs> it was a relief to return to the noise and bustle of the main school on Monday, where he was forced to think about other things, even if he had to endure Draco Malfoy's taunting. Malfoy was almost beside himself with glee at Gryffindor's defeat. So, spoiler alert, Connie, I benched all the Slytherins (laughs) for chapter nine. And I feel like this is, this here, this here, this right here, like. The kid almost died. But also like you're, you're being gleeful because you game the system in a way that was not fair. Like you should have played. And I don't understand but like also a student almost died. <laughs> yes, but we already know from last book that that does not bother Draco in the slightest. Um, but I just feel like when I, so I'm not like, you know, a professional cheater or anything by any means, but I definitely, especially when I'm like doing something with my brother, skirt the rules, you know, like, what do you call it? It's not cheating, but it's not really on the up and up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, no. if you hit your brother, and then he hits you back, and then you're like, Daddy, he hit me. And your parents don't see that you hit him first, and then they get in trouble, and you're like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, <laughs> it's not right, but it ain't wrong. I don't know what it is. But I always, just when I get away you. with something. Yeah, right? Huh? <laughs> just learned a lot about you just now. <laughs> Are you not a little sister? You're yeah, a little sibling. I'm the youngest. We didn't all grow up together though, so I'm like a young. I'm the youngest, but oh. also an only child. It's weird. Okay. Uh, so we didn't because we didn't all grow up in the same house where it was like that dynamic. Okay. But you have a little well, bit of Slytherin in you, just a little bit. No, I don't. It's bit. not. It's just a little. Right. It's a little sibling. <laughs> that was a Slytherin. It's, so you know how it's not the rule. You know, you're not you cheating, but it's not on the up and right. up. You can't say that and then be like, I'm not, that wasn't a Slytherin. You know what I'm thinking about? You know what I'm thinking, though? Because we were telling Akira that she was definitely Slytherin, and Akira is also the youngest. Like, or she was the younger sibling for a really long time. And maybe that's just like a, it's a younger sibling thing is actually what it is. I don't know. That could be a Slytherin trait. And most younger siblings have a lot of Slytherin in them. But it's like a lot of, especially because like my older brother was a boy and I was a girl. So I would just do those big eyes like, he yelled at me. (laughs) Like, you know, anyway, but when I got away with that shit, like, I was like, I was cool. I played it cool. (laughs) Right. I'm not going to then go taunt him and take it to another level. I might smirk at him, but then I'll I'll put some distance between us. And I feel like that's what Draco should have done. Like, maybe a little smirk. But how are you going to taunt someone when you cheated? Mm. Like, shut up. True. He doesn't, so. he doesn't understand, like, tact or subtlety. At or, all. And his father keeps telling him, like, you gotta... Hey, be cool, Draco. Be, right. Like, like, you like, could believe that. That's you right. <laughs> but also just, like, you know... Yeah. Keep it on, be cool. keep it on the low. And he's like, it's what is that? It's not prudent. Yeah. He's like, what is, what is low? What is low? What is that? I don't I'm understand. I'm taping this at a friend's house right now, and my friend went into the other room so I could tape, and she literally just texted me are you okay (laughs) no she's not (laughs) i'm like i do have a lot of thoughts and feelings and i get very emotional but i'm okay um okay so uh malfoy had finally taken off his bandages and celebrated having the full use of both arms again by doing spirited imitations 
of Harry falling off his broom. Malfoy spent much of their next potions class doing Dementor imitations across the dungeon. Ron finally cracked and flung a large, slippery <laughs> crocodile heart at Malfoy, which hit him in the face and caused Snape to take 50 points from Gryffindor. It was worth I feel it. like it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely worth it. <laughs> worth it. If Snape's teaching Defense Against the Dark Arts again, I'm skiving off, said Ron, as they headed towards Lupin's classroom after lunch. Check who's in there, Hermione. Um, she peered into the classroom door. It's okay. Professor Lupin was back at work. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Party time. Party time. That's actually, actually how, that's how Amy used to sing that. That's so funny. She did. Amy used to sing that when she was, I guess, was it, that's maybe like six months to a year ago, whenever it was bedtime, instead of like going to bed like a regular person, she would turn off all the lights in the house and then just like dance around. Party! Time. And we'd be sitting there like, girl, go to sleep. Can I just there's no party here? Did I tell the story it's on the podcast about the time that I spent the night and their only place to sleep was in Ami's room and she literally woke up in the middle of the night and had a DJ party and then went back to sleep? <laughs> Did I tell that yeah, story? No, I'm on the podcast. She literally, like one, two in the morning, like she was still in a crib. She could talk, but she wasn't like doing the most. Like she was one, one and a half maybe. She had, like, a little keyboard, you know, the keyboards that play, like, sounds or whatever. Mm-hmm. Set up. Started pressing buttons. Playing some music. Singing. Went on for about an hour. And I'm sitting <laughs> there, and I'm laying there, like, I'm not going to acknowledge this, but this is what is happening. And then fell back, and then just went back to sleep. I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> How are you going to have a midnight dance party when you're one years old? How, Sway? You know, when you feel it, you she's, feel it. She's a hot mess. A mess. A lot, a lot going on. Um, man. <laughs> um, it certainly looked as though Lupin had been ill. His old roams were hanging, were hanging more loosely on him, and there were dark shadows beneath his eyes. Nevertheless, he smiled at the class as they took their seats, and they burst at once into explosion mm-hmm. of complaints about Snape's behavior while Lupin had been ill. Wait, pause. Uh, I hadn't thought about how Lupin looks after. Um, the moon um and like i was wondering because it's like he it seems like he lost weight in the time that since they've last seen him so i was trying to like does is he not hungry so is it like a food thing um and then i was like well does he have like rare steak (laughs) that stupid scene from the movie where it's just like craving rare steaks now aren't you um so like does he have just like a food like where he's like suppressing the the urge to eat like really See, gross, that's what like, I think it is because animals and you, stuff. Or the, does he just not have an appetite because he's so like? I, I think know, it's, it's he's suppressing his urge to eat because with the Wolfman potion you keep your mind, so right. your body has changed and your body wants like raw meat, yeah, or live prey, yeah. but your brain is like, uh, uh-uh, uh, man, I ain't doing that. Nah. But then also. He keeps himself, like, the, tra- I, it reminds me of, like, when you, like, sprain an ankle or break a leg or something, or break a leg, I don't, I've never broken a leg, but you know what I mean? Like, you can't do the same things, and in that, like, your body is working so hard to, like, fix itself that you kind of sometimes mm-hmm. will lose weight. I remember my friend got into a very terrible accident, and he was in the hospital for a long time, and when he came out, he had lost a ton of weight. And not just because, I mean, and he was obviously eating, but, like, his, he wasn't using his muscles the same. And, um, 
and it's just like a lot of stress and your body's working overtime to fix itself right so i feel like with the werewolf like you your body has to go through a lot of your waist your losing a lot of energy to go through the transformation process into a wolf, but then you're also expending a lot of energy when you go out back into becoming a human. So that's like two full regeneration cycles. Hey, Doctor hey. Who. Um, <laughs> very quickly. And that would probably cause you to, your body to just be like, I'm spent. You know? True. <laughs> so. True. I think it's a combination of both of those things. Right. Um... It's not fair. He was only filling in. Why should he give us homework? We don't know anything about werewolves. Two, Two rolls, rolls of parchment. parchment. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell Professor Snape we haven't covered them yet? Lupin asked, frowning slightly. That's the thing. He's frowning because, like, he's he's like really they gave he gave you that much homework, but he's also he knows what Snape. Snape is trying to do. Yeah, yeah. he side. knows what he's trying to do. Like, cause Snape does also doesn't understand subtlety. True. So. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, Lupin doesn't um, either, but we'll talk about that in a couple pages. Is that a, a um, Slytherin? No, I guess not, because you just said Lupin doesn't either. Continue. Um, <laughs> the babble broke out again. Yes, but he said we were really behind. He wouldn't listen. Two, Two rolls, rolls of, of parchment. parchment. Like, that has to be Ron. I really want to know who you that, know that was. Ron. Probably Ron. You know that I was Ron. Like I feel you like it was Ron. Ron. Maybe Seamus. Maybe Seamus. Oh, see? <laughs> Maybe Seamus. I'll see you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Don't worry. I'll speak to Professor Snape. Lupin smiled at the look of indignation on every face. Don't worry. I'll speak to Professor Snape. You don't have to do the essay. Oh, oh no, said Hermione. I've already finished it. Extra credit. (laughs) I mean, like, I would, and my thing is, I would be mad because, like, I, you know, I, like, I would have already finished it for sure, but... I would have procrastinated until the last day and then finished it, and then I would have been really mad because I wouldn't have had to procrastinate. Well, then you wouldn't yeah, have. You wouldn't when be. Was this due? Yeah, you wouldn't be upset. I think it was due the next lesson. I can't remember. So none of them did it. <laughs> so none of them did it, which is hilarious. No, That's I don't the think thing it that was. You always kind of want to happen though, where like you're in school and like a teacher assigns something, you're like, "This is stupid. This is the worst." Mm-hmm. No. No, don't don't do it. You don't do it either. If none of us do it, she can't fail all of us. And then um, everyone ends up doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah. But this is the opposite of that, where it's like only the one person who would have done it did it. But they were it's holding on to the hope that Snape wouldn't be back. To be honest, they were gambling. But you they know. were gambling with their very lives. Snape would have just took because it's only a it's a Gryffindor only class. Oh, you know right? what? Snape would have yeah. put them all in detention. You're right. Or he like, would have like given them like three points for like every a billion. Class. Po- exactly, like all the points from Gryffindor. Like, damn, <laughs> they really did uh, risk their their lives. Yeah, you guys are totally right because he wrote in. Um, yeah. I want two rows of parchment on this subject, and I want them by Monday morning. So right, and he says like, hand it in to me. So they're supposed to like go by his, or maybe he thinks that he'll still be back, or I don't know. But yeah, so you guys are right because I was thinking like, you wouldn't be Hermione because Hermione like did not procrastinate, like she did it because if they still had time. But yeah, none of. Yeah, and it's Monday. That, but no, it was on Monday. Yeah, that's why I was like, nah, I definitely would have done it Sunday night, and then would have been pissed that I spent all those hours <laughs> on Sunday night doing something that wasn't actually gonna be like do. do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe you get extra credit for it. 
They had a very enjoyable lesson. Not with Snape, though. Like, that's the thing. I was thinking about it with... No, maybe Lupin would give them credit. Oh, for sure. Give her extra credit. For sure. Um, So they had a very enjoyable lesson. Professor Lupin had brought along a glass box containing a hinky punk. She's just making shit up now. <laughs> um, a little what you mean now? It's two, I don't three know. Books in. Like low key, right? Like it's fan- this is this is where you draw the line of like names. Okay, all right, Robin. Um, but no, for some reason this reminds me of Jigglypuff, and only because of the name. Sure. Like actually, but also I feel yeah. like the next lesson is just gonna be Jigglypuff. Like he's just right. gonna start in my bringing head, that's he's what, just that's gonna start bringing in Pokemon. In like today we're gonna study the Charizard. It's gonna right. Yeah, I feel you. Do you think Pretty she much. was watching Pokemon when she was watching or uh, writing these? Um, a hinky punk, a little one-legged, a little one-legged creature who looked as though he was made of wisp of smoke, rather frail and harmless looking. How you gonna have one leg though? You just hopping? Yeah. Is it a leg? Because we don't say that snakes have one leg. It's probably a one. No, leg. it's definitely one leg. It's hopping somehow. Yeah, what? I think you can tell the difference between when like creature has one leg or is just like like one body. Yeah. Mono pedal. Um, mono pedal. Monopede. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> Lures, <legit>. Lures travelers <laughs> into bogs. You notice the lantern dangling from his hand. Hops ahead. People follow the light. Then the hinky punk made a horrible squelching noise against the glass. When the bell rang, everyone gathered up their things and headed for the door. Harry among them. Wait a moment, Harry. I'd like a, roar, a word to Professor Lupin. I'm so excited. Sorry. I'm emotional. Harry, oh, you're emotional, and I'm excited. Harry this doubled so, back. It's so cute. It's all of it is amazing. I'm sorry. I know we haven't gotten there yet, but Lupin is the Spoiler best. Spoiler happy podcast. Including our emotions. <laughs> We're spoiling our own emotions for this section. I love him so much. Your emotions can wait one page, guys. Oh, okay, Miss Seriously Black. <laughs> Over here talking about serious. Yeah, <laughs> calm that down. He's Hypocrite. so close. So Hypocrite. He's so cute. He's going to buy this. This is Remus' chapter, though. Okay. And All this right. isn't even, we're not even in that chapter. <laughs> Contain yourself. Spoiler heavy podcast. No. Um, no. So Can I we heard, learn about the Marauders map first? Okay. I heard about the match, and I'm sorry about your broomstick. Is there any chance of fixing it? No, said Harry. The tree smashed it to bits. They planted the Whomping Willow the same year that I arrived at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. People Ooh. used to. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> Aha! <laughs> 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 people used to play a game trying to get near enough to touch the people, trunk people you in mean your end. friends mm, okay you know it was right. that <laughs> in the end a boy called Davy Gudgeon what a name nearly lost an eye and we were forbidden to go near it no broomstick would have a chance like well Davy Gudgeon must be a Gryffindor and he sounds like an idiot <laughs> all the Gryffindor I think I feel like only the Gryffindors were playing that well no I feel like a Ravenclaw would play that game because you would try to like logically think about sure. if the like Whomping Willow is yeah if it's like on some sort of pattern mm-hmm. it's a it's a riddle um, but but they wouldn't have almost lost an eye nah they'd have been like this eh. bro is a Gryffindor <laughs> yeah. like it's just yeah it's like, let's um, do this <laughs> yeah I feel like all of these things are like that is I don't I don't understand why Pottermore thought I was a Gryffindor like I just don't like <laughs> of all of the things I could be that ain't it like I see the Hufflepuff 
side of me. I even see the Slytherin side of me. No. There is no... No. I don't like people. <laughs> I don't like things. Like outdoor... <laughs> or places. No nouns. Or, Not a single no noun. Nouns. Thank you. <laughs> no people, no places, no things. I like like five places. I literally think that I am agoraphobic, like, but my agoraphobia spans from, I live on 15th Street, so from 14th Street to 17th Street in Oakland. <laughs> Any time I have to go outside of that, I'm not happy. Not happy at all. I def, I'm not, I, perfect example, an elevator today was closing when I was getting in it, and I screamed like a girl like not like a girl that's bad because some like most girls would have just I, even i think there was a girl who looked at me like what is wrong with you but i was just like it's gonna get me like it was, i'm not brave at all maybe it was, i jump for everything maybe it was some of the other qualities that gryffindors have what other qualities you just went on even though you almost got smushed by an elevator because i was you already went in on it with your life I was, you were just like, okay, I'm going to get in the elevator. It's cool. The, I got the, to do that. The now. loyalty and the um, courage of heart, maybe. Loyalty to what? I don't like people. <laughs> loyalty to who? I stopped watching Deep Space Nine like four episodes in because I was like, this shit's stupid. Let's move on to the next one. Loyalty to who? Oh, boy. Did you hear about the Dementors, too? Said Harry with difficulty. <laughs> I'm so mad. Like, every once in a while, it just gets me in the brain. Like, why are you gonna, you gonna sort me in a Gryffindor? I mean, we can't really trust Pottermore, though. We know this. We, we all we know. know this. So, don't have feelings about it. Because we know it's Pottermore's problem and not, like, an accuracy of sorting problem. We know this. Seriously. But, I like this line of, did you hear about the Dementors, too? Said Harry with difficulty. Because, like, I mean, she notes that he says it and it takes him a minute to, like, get the courage to say it. But... If you remember, if we remember, like the way that he's brought up with the Dursleys of like don't ask questions, and like there's mm-hmm. no other adult that <gasps> Harry actually trusts, and like this shows how mm-hmm. much how much he trusts him because he's That's like why is I so love safe, him so much. he feels safe enough to ask a question because like I feel like maybe with Dumbledore is the only other person, like especially an adult, where he feels like he can like open up and like be like, okay, I want to talk about this. Let me like tentatively step forward and like ask you this question and so like I just love that Lupin has made a safe space fairy so that they can talk about these things you know this is literally like everything you're saying <laughs> is like literally why Lupin is like the yeah. best she's crying and it's adorable yeah. and I'm just like sitting here with my mouth hanging open because to me it was back to like him feeling shame well that too and he well, let's but, go. He wouldn't, yeah. If he felt no, shame, yeah, he wouldn't have come is. to any other teacher, especially not just because he's brought up to not ask questions, but like the shame part is like doubly why it's like a shock yeah, that he yeah. brought it up to, to Lupin because he's like, I am. He hasn't even talked to, he hasn't even talked to Ron and Hermione about Exactly. It. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just like, I'm saying the reason why I love that you said that is because, and the, the reason why these books are so not just for children because they're layered <laughs> and you bring a different perspective to this that I didn't even like I didn't when you said it I was like yeah <laughs> you right Connie you right <laughs> but my notes are just like he's still ashamed yeah you know mm-hmm. and so yeah I think that that's awesome and I think we're at this is it's not the hollow no it is it's past Halloween so we're in November now 
September, mm-hmm. October, November. So three months, like one term, like term, okay. basically. And Harry and or Lupin have built up this amount of trust with him. And it's been three years and Snape still ain't shit. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like how amazing true. Remus is, is that he and, and and it's not just Harry. I mean, we see it through Harry's eyes, definitely. But, mm-hmm. like, they all walked in there and was like, You're back! Look, Professor. <laughs> you're back. You're, yeah. You might be expecting us to turn in these essays, but we didn't do them. <laughs> you, that's true. You gotta, like, really be comfortable <laughs> with a teacher to all raise your hand and be like, So, the other teacher was did us dirty, and we ain't do it. So, like, you gotta have a special no. relationship with the teacher in order to do that. Two rolls of parchment. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know like how long these roles are though because I, I remember I brought it up before how they like complain about like essay roles that aren't yeah. actually that long so I really want to know like what's the inch on that and that's why I'm that thinking that it's, that's why I'm thinking it's um, Ron because I feel like a roll of parchment is probably ends up being like two legal pages. paper you know like legal paper is like oh, 11 and a half by less than two pages uh huh yeah. yeah so it's a little bit more than two pages but not and that's written, and even then, that's not in type. That's like a page, or yeah, page and a half. Yeah, page, page and a half. Yeah, so it's not a lot. Yeah, I don't know. And I always thought <laughs> Two about rolls parchment. Of parchment. Sounds more impressive though. <laughs> it does, but I always thought about. So I bought parchment for Aminata in my in my apartment, and it's just like you just roll it out until you keep going forever. I don't know. Like I mean, it stops at a certain point, but it's like feet. So I feel yeah. like you could buy different, like, is there is a roll of parchment a standard size? Yeah. Or is there a standard size, like a Hogwarts standard Hogwarts brand standard or whatever? Sure, yeah. So. These questions that need questions answers. Questions that, do they, I don't know if they need answers, but questions that we like answers to. <laughs> like, we need an answer to house elves and half giants. Yeah, I was going to say, half giants, that's very important. <laughs> If True. you want to answer about the role of parchment, we'll take that answer. But we need... But, you, but, how but, the, way but the way Joe works is that we would get an answer about that role of parchment before we got an answer about the half giants. <laughs> right? <laughs> She's saving all the big Just stuff for like, rude. who knows, like the 50th anniversary Joe, or something. how does Hagrid exist? <laughs> like, I actually need to know this. Like, as a like, it's this is important. It's never going to happen. Like, especially, it's never going to happen, enough. especially if they keep marketing like, towards really 10-year-olds. Can... And my thing is, like, I'm so curious, like, how how far she thought it she through. It. That's really my she thing. Like, even if it's not, like, a real answer, I just want to know, like, did she did she actually sit and think, no. like, oh, wait, is that possible? Or was she just like, oh, this is a cool thing. But I feel like this is a cool thing is less interesting. I feel like that's probably the answer will answer, and that's why we don't know. Yeah. I know. I know. That's like um, Lin-Manuel Miranda when it was like, you punch the bursar and the Hamilton me like, that didn't really happen, but I couldn't pass up that line. Yeah. Right? Or, like, line. or like, uh, I don't have any brothers. And he's just like, oh, I forgot. She actually had like three. <laughs> Shrug. Sounds cool. Oh, well. It sounded better than anyway. written it. Yeah. So um, Lupin looked at him quickly. Yes, I did. I don't think any of us have seen Professor Dumbledore that angry. They have been growing restless for some time, furious at his refusal to let them inside the grounds. I suppose they were the reason you fell. And this is my question on this little thing. It's like they've been growing restless. Um, in my brain, I like to think that they just want to watch some footage. 
But do you think that because they are outside of the grounds and they can't find Sirius and there aren't, like, and, and Hogwarts is full of, like, it's unplottable and people aren't just walking up to the gates, they're getting restless because they don't have any emotion to feed off of and yes. they've just been sitting out there for a couple of months. I think so yeah. that, it kind of says that later where it's like they were getting kind of hungry and they were looking for some food, basically. Yeah, and there was like uh, this whole big And I mean, that's the reason Azkaban exists in the first place is because yeah. they were like, we need to, we're going to keep a steady, it, it says on Pottermore, like a steady, steady supply. stream of souls um, <laughs> on which to feed. Like, that's how they kept them, that's how they keep them all the way out in the ocean and not like on the mainland feeding off of like good people yeah. that's in quotes yeah. um Whew, like so... just give the give the criminal give the give them the souls of the criminals and let us like regular people and like you know live um without having to think about it that's a bonus <clears throat> episode that we'll have to get to but that's true. um you start to understand a like it, it makes you even more upset at fudge for how dirty he did Hagrid, but oh, you can just go, you know, no harm, no foul. We'll bring just an overnight stay. We just a couple weeks stay. Just a, you know. Yeah. We'll get you a nice You'll room. be fine. Think of it as a vacation. Right. Be nice and rested up. Um, but it also makes you understand, one, how nervous they are about the notorious mass murder of Sirius Black, that they're even allowed to be that close to the school, and two, why Dumbledore doesn't fuck with him. Because, like, Mm -hmm. he, we get this, and we'll get even closer to this later in the series when he talks about, like, how quickly they turn to, you know, how easy it is to get them on Voldemort's side. Mm -hmm. Um, But he knows, Dumbledore, like, I think understands better than Fudge and the other, um, like, politicians and bureaucrats in the ministry that, as creatures, and this kind of alludes back to what you were saying about them, Brianna, in a, a previous episode that I don't know when, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Sorry about this, guys. We've done a marathon of recording um, about how they are creatures that, like, you, they can't escape their nature to a certain extent, right? Like, mm-hmm. dog's going to bark, Dementor is going to suck out your soul. <laughs> yeah. This is a good analogy, yeah. <laughs> you know. But that like, should be in like the SAT or like AP <laughs> test. It's like dogs is to bark as dementors are to like blank. Sucking out your soul. Yeah, but I think that like make that happen, College Board. Come on, guys. That would be like <laughs> I would be in the SAT. Like, got it. Um, right. <laughs> I used to like I used to feel that way about uh, standardized tests when there was that like one that you were like, oh, you thought you yeah. were gonna get me, but you don't even know what I know. That's how I felt in my English AP exam. I was like, did you just ask me this question? Are we about to? Am I about to go in? I'm about to go in. It was an essay question too. It was. Lit. Oh wait, um, during my SATs, I remember the um, the essay question was like a passage from Zora Neale Hurston, and I was like. Well, hello. Did you just? Did you just? <laughs> All right. Okay. About to, about to pass about to lay down. <laughs> I literally thought that Connie was about to dab. Sorry, she was doing all of this, and I was like, "When's the dab coming? Is she gonna? Uh, she gonna Millie Rock? I can make an attempt. Millie Rock. Millie Rock. I was trying to get um, Aminata to Millie Rock yesterday. She wasn't having it, but anyway, <laughs> she can dab though. She can dab. She did dab. I said, "Can you dab?" And she was like, "Can I?" <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, but I, yeah, just to get back to it, I, it's kind of, it, 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 it alludes to two major things, which is how much Dumbledore is worried for Harry's safety and the safety of the students in general, that he allows them to be that close in the first place, and how right he is about how dangerous the Dementors are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that's fucked up, man. Um, <laughs> so, yes, said Harry. Um, he hesitated, and then the question he had to ask burst from him before he could stop himself. Why? Why do they affect me like that? Am I just... It has nothing to do with weakness, said Professor Lupin sharply, as though he had read Harry's mind. Because they're like... <laughs> they're so close. You know? Uncle Moody. Uncle Moody! <laughs> The Dementors affect you worse than the others because there are horrors in your past that the others don't have. Sorry, you said Uncle Mooney and my brain just was like, Uncle Ruckus? Like, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> uh, can I? I we already why. talked about why we can't say Uncle Remus. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. I want to read the his passage here in a, in a sense. Dementors. Yes! Dementors. Why am I reading anything? <laughs> Dementors are among the foulest creatures that walk this earth. They infest the darkest, filthiest places. They glory in decay and despair. They drain peace, hope, and happiness out of the air around them. Even muggles feel their presence, though they can't see them. Get you near a Dementor and every good feeling, every happy memory will be sucked out of you. It ca- if it can, the Dementor will feed on you long enough to reduce you to something like itself, soulless and evil. You will be left with nothing but the worst experiences of your life. And the worst that happened to you, Harry, is enough to make anyone fall off their broom. You have nothing to be ashamed of. And the Teacher of the Year award goes to... <laughs> right? Uh, so, okay. Um, so can a Dementor make you, make you a Dementor? No, I think what he's saying is they'll get you to that... Guys, it's about to get deep, and I'm sorry, because I just talked about <laughs> my depression. Um, but they will get you to that point. There's this, there's this like, downward spiral. For me, again, depression is different for everyone, and that's important to know. But I think one of the overarching traits of it is that you get to this point of numbness and that is actually like the difference between like depression and sadness is that you lack the ability to feel anything like at at your worst at the worst moments of being depressed broadly generally not everyone of course but at your worst moments and at the the I think like kind of the part where you either just succumb or you start to crawl yourself back like or you like have to crawl yourself back out you don't feel anything and you would I would sometimes like I would love to feel sad about something like I would like feeling sadness at least means that I'm feeling something right Mm -hmm. and so when you are exposed to the dementors long enough you get to that point and this is how they do you know like the dementors kiss or whatever where there is no there's no ability to separate like a good emotion from a bad emotion at like a strong emotion from a weak emotion because there's there's nothing left. Mm-hmm. And when you get to that point of like nothingness, like even if 
like if if something doesn't have the capacity if life no longer has the capacity to make you sad or make you angry like it's you know like that there's that saying of like don't you shouldn't worry when I'm mad at you. You should worry when I'm ambivalent towards you because then I don't care anymore. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's like, the moment where it's, um, then it's, like, what's the point, right? Like, what's the point of, like, doing anything, going through these emotions, and if I can't feel anything? I can't feel accomplished. I can't feel, like, a failure. I can't feel anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where he's getting at. So it's, like, you don't become a dementor, but you lose your humanity and losing your, and a large part of your humanity is that it's like being spurred on by emotions mm-hmm. and understanding like that because Harry, and I think this is like something that is overarching in this series is like, because Harry feel has already gone through such low lows, it's so much easier for him to get, like, it's easier for them to get to that point because he's already, like, done that journey, kind of. Like, even though he wasn't really cognizant of it, he's already done that journey. Like, the first time that I figured out that I was depressed, it took way... It took a long time. It took much longer than it does for me now to know when I need to seek help because mm-hmm. I never... Like, I didn't know the symptoms. I didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. And now it's like I can start to recognize the signs, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like you spend like you spend like so much time being like, what is this? I don't know what's going on. Eh, maybe it's a bug. Maybe I'll feel better tomorrow. I'll just I'll just go sleep and then hopefully it'll it'll fix itself or whatever. And it takes a long that now with like anxiety stuff where it's like, <laughs> oh, that's what that was that entire time? Oh Yeah. And I, I've <laughs> talked about this and I don't know if I've talked about this um outwardly to like the team, but like the best thing that ever happened to me was when I was diagnosed because then I was like, I can go back now and be like, Oh, that was what was that? That was, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I'm crazy. You know what I mean? Like you can start to recognize and then moving forward. Like I'm still getting to this point where it's like, I'm never, I always feel like a shame. I still feel like levels of shame and whatever, but I can go, I can, I like recently just had this conversation because I have been sleeping so much that and like and I'm still tired and that's like a part of you know like depression in general um or my depression I have to really be cognizant of that but I can now in a way that I wasn't able to before be like okay this is a symptom of something different like I could, like, list off, like, I'm really busy, I have all these things happening, it's my year of yes, and I'm very scared, or whatever, (laughs) but, like, or it's my shoot your shot, or whatever, but because I've already gone through that process of feeling those lows, I can get there quicker, you know, like, I can be like, ooh, this happened before, and that was, like, the catalyst for this, and And so... We've sort of talked about this in the opposite direction with the Patronus fuel thing in terms of, like, once he, he for the first time he tries to, like, conjure up a memory, it takes a really long time, and then the the longer he does it, the easier it is. Easier it gets. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we didn't talk about it, but I wrote it in my uh, essay for Wizard Team um, (laughs) on on the blog uh, called Patronus fuel, so you should check that out if you're listening. Look at this. Plug it in. You plug know. it in. Plug it in. <laughs> it's a great... I actually used Patronus Fuel the other day for someone. Um, so Someone said something to me and I was like, Patronus Fuel. 
Um, and we're like, what is that? Um, <laughs> and like, there's a there's an essay about it on our blog. Um, yeah, so I think though that that is what he's getting to. It's like you mm-hmm. can't, you become a human form of a dementor, which is everything around you. Is dec- it's like that. Oh my God, it's a Sealy curse. Everything you touch gonna crumble. <laughs> Everything you try gonna fail. That's where you get to. I mean, yeah, but dang. (laughs) Basically, just mic dropped. Oh my gosh. Okay, second question. I can bring up the Sealy curse. Second question about this paragraph. Well, not really, but um, so it's like the Dementor brings you to this point, right? And then it's basically soulless and evil. And then the Dementor's kiss is like they literally suck out your soul. So. What do they do with people who are that? Like, when you Dementors kiss someone, what do they do with that person? I think they don't have ministry. They probably just leave them. Where? Yeah, true. Just wherever they were. In Azkaban, they just die. They just in Azkaban, yeah. That's what happened. The ministry doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, but I think what happens... (laughs) They really are. But no, I think they talk about, like, what happens is that you just stop living... Dude. No, but like, what physical person? Where did... No, you can't I just like, I'm saying, there's graves in, in Azkaban. They have just like open... True. But no, but, they're, but the, they're, they're like stray Dementors though, right? So what yeah, do they do but with the ones who are just like... Those are the people that end up... meta Dementor. They end up in... They end up so, in St. Mungo's until they die. Or in the no hospital. I mean, we're deciding like, that, you, but like, where... Where was is this is one one of those like so how far did Joe think this through in terms of like okay so they suck out your soul you are soulless mm-hmm. but still alive it's sort of like the issue with like um, people who are brain dead where it's just like there's no activity there but this is a person who was alive and on life support of some sort so like there's and that has a whole like issue with like pulling the plug and like when do you do that and family consent and all those issues and so like is there a similar like situation here where like she probably possibly didn't think it all the way like what happens to the person afterwards no 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 this 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 exists in real life people go catatonic Mm -hmm. and they they have brain function it's not they're not brain dead (gasps) they go catatonic like you you they end up usually if they don't have family they end up in mental hospitals but they don't talk they, some people end up getting, like, tubes in because they don't feed themselves. They don't do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And they just exist because their body is beating, but they're not doing anything. Like, mm-hmm. like they just lay. This so, happens yeah. in real life. Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. Um, and so I think, and I kind of feel like they probably talk about this. Um, I can't remember the exact part, but I think it might be, closer to the end of the book when Sirius is going to get the Dementor's kiss, they, you, they just put you in a hospital and wait for you to, you wait for your organs to stop beating. Weird. That's, that's messed up, man. (laughs) It's messed up, but like that's, that it literally happens today. We don't like, like to talk about it or think about it, but the mm-hmm. same way that like there are some people, like some family members who have a problem pulling the pro- plug on brain dead people because they hold out hope. Like there are a lot of like catatonic people. Some of them come back, but not a lot of them do. Mm-hmm. Crazy man. 
Wow, man. Can we now move I'm on? Curious what they, yeah, we definitely need <laughs> to. But a, I'm also, now I'm curious what they did with Barty Crouch. Right. After. Like, that's sort of where I was like, well, what did they do with, with him? Like, he's just chilling somewhere, and then it's like, okay, no one's fed me in a minute, so I'm going to kick the bucket. Oh, no, man. Yeah. Or, like, because, like, we know the ministry doesn't care, so it's like, would they, like, put them in St. Mungo's and, like, make all of that effort? I don't know. I don't know. I honestly think like in terms of the wizarding world, they would send they would just be at in Azkaban until they die. There's probably mm. just like a main a section, cell yeah. of a section and they Beyond Death Row. Them, yeah. Whew. And they just kind of zombie like walk around if they do that, wandering aimlessly, or they just lay. They probably sit or lay, yeah. And they, no, thank you. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, and they, I don't. But the thing too is like when people are, let's say, not Barty Crouch, but let's say if, um, that rogue Dementor rogue in quotes, <laughs> um, had actually managed to give the Dementor's kiss to Dudley. Mm he would be at a muggle hospital and they'd be trying to figure out what was going on, but they'd still, they'd probably put a, a feeding tube in him yeah. and he would, you know, or God, this sounds terrible because this is not the same thing, but I can't think of another Comparison? example. And I'm okay. But, um, you know, people that are like paraplegic or, um, yeah. like locked in. Have you heard about that? like locked in some, you know, and they have like, they can't speak and they have, they're in a wheelchair usually and they have like, it's like the, you know, yeah. kind of. Like extreme multiple sclerosis. There yeah. was a person who, I worked at a job and the theater was named after her um, and she mm-hmm. was like that and she would come see the shows but she was in a chair that had like every bell and whistle imaginable. She doesn't move or speak or anything but she can still see and understand things. So, like, they would take her yeah. to see the shows. Um, but she had two nurses. They literally had to, like, plug in the chair to make sure that it was, like, you know. A life support. Basically a, life yeah. support in a chair where she could move around and, like, not be confined to a hospital. But the thing was breathing for her, basically. Like, helping her to, like, breathe and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so what I'm thinking is, like, if it was someone like Dudley or something who got a rogue Dementor and fell out of family that loved him, that would be hmm. his life. I would say Can we, move on? I would say so we have to move on because we this is so sad. are oh, pa- what's sad, but also we're past an hour and we are still in the first. Yeah, there's a lot left, but also the next part is not <laughs> going to be much better. It's going to just be, be a depressing uh, uh, motion. God, actually, no, this part actually did break my heart when right. I read it, like this last time. I was yeah. just like, when they get near me, I think I read it to you out loud, Robin, when we were at Icky's graduation. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I said, like, and this was, I said, yeah. why? I didn't ask for that. It's just sad. Um, so when they get near me, Harry stared at Lupin's desk, his throat tight. I can hear Voldemort murdering my mom. <laughs> Lupin made a sudden motion with his arm as though to grip Harry's shoulder, but thought better of it. Like, there that was a line, silence. that line 
that and particular that, like sentence. those two sentences in a row are like a one-two punch like, of like yes. okay harry's like i i can hear this happening and then lupin you know he wants to hug him and you know he wants so to bad. do something because oh my not gosh only, and then he can't like, like it's just not only because it's like this kid that he knows and like knew as a kid and loved but like those are his friends and like we don't even know it's so much. It's a lot. It's so those much two in those two sentences, and I I hate it. But also kind of love it because it's like he was gonna hug him. It just makes me want to cry. Yeah. Why can't Remus have good things ever? Cause did I not explain this? Already? You did, but I just feel like that's not valid. I feel like Joe hates the marauders. Joe needs to answer for <laughs> these crimes against the, these wonderful characters. Yeah. She hates them. Horrible. She Ooh. loves Snape and hates the Marauders. She's How? that person. How? Makes no I sense. I mean, Snape gets the same she bad, a whole like, ass con- She yeah. wrote a whole ass thread about how Snape was really good, blah, blah, blah. But you put Remus Lupin through fucking hell <laughs> and back. Of all the Marauders, he went through the most shit. Especially and then you killed him after that. Didn't even let him like be happy and like raise a kid and like be cool with some people who love him. And like be a no, teacher at Hogwarts. Like I just had this image of him being a teacher at Hogwarts the after the war was over and like them finally being the defense against the art, dark arts teacher that they all needed like forever. And that's and just deserve. what I decided just happened. Like I I, re- I reject his death now. Anyway, <laughs> I just decided that I rejected his death. Um, no, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. Um, Didn't happen. We should probably skip Retcon. ahead. So um, <laughs> wait, wait. I have to do this. So why did they come to the match? They're getting hungry. Lupin said coolly, shutting his briefcase with a snap. Dumbledore won't let them into the school, so their supply of human prey has dried up. I don't think they could resist the large crowd around the Quidditch field. All that excitement, emotions running high. It was their idea of a feast. Like not only is it like a Quidditch match and like all that stuff, but also it's like the entire school is filled with. Pubescent teens who like already have like a high cap of emotion, and then they're like yeah. super excited about this crazy game. Yeah, they they were like, it is dinner time. <laughs> they could smell it. Yeah. Um, Askaban must be terrible. The fortress is set on a tiny island way out to the sea. Um, they don't need walls and water to keep the prisoners in. Not when they're all trapped inside their own heads. Incapable of a single cheerful thought. Most of them go mad within weeks. But Sirius Black escaped from them. Harry said slowly, he got away. Lupin's briefcase briefcase. slipped from the desk. He has no subtlety. (laughs) Yeah. He could not contain it. And he mentioned a Sirius and he's like, oh shit. (laughs) He's just like fumbling. Uh, Um, Yes, Black must have found a way to fight them. I wouldn't have believed it possible. Dementors are supposed to drain a wizard of his powers if he's left with them too long. My thing is, even if he thinks that Sirius is notorious mass murderer, Sirius Black, and he hates him, there's another part of him that loves him, you know? Right. Like, And I think it's also still feeling the betrayal of, like, what happened, and then also the guilt of having been his friend and not seeing the signs. Mm -hmm. But also, like, even if someone does something terrible, like... You know, like... They were in love with each other, so... <laughs> I'm gonna need you to stop with just, this flashback. You don't have to beat around the bush. This is not... Wizard he Team... Feelings. I wasn't going... This go, is yeah, not because... Wizard Team canon. This is not Wizard Team canon. Um, it's Bionic canon. That's cool. It's, it's Bionic canon. canon. That's, that's fine. That's cool. And like it's a bajillion not. other people on the internet. <laughs> yes. 
Um, but like, even though he thinks like he probably his right brain thinks that he deserves it, or his left brain, whatever brain, the logical one, <laughs> thinks that he deserves it, and he, that's what he gets. His his heart brain is like, <laughs> but he was a beautiful, like kind, like he was my friend. He was like one of my first friends who knew me only completely. Really. Yeah, like well, not even first, but like only like one. Yeah, one of only. Yeah. yeah one of my only friends who knew me completely, like, I didn't have to hide anything from them and accepted mm-hmm. me for who I am. And helped and, me through it, like... And helped, yeah, and whether or not that was a... And even if that was a lie, it meant a lot to me. hmm Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, my God, why does she hate them? <laughs> and it's then like, I wonder, what, like, what does Lupin... Like, does Lupin think that, like, somehow Sirius was evil this whole time and was, like, putting on a show? Because he does come from an evil saying. family. Or, or what's, which one's worse though? Was he lying the whole time or was there a sudden break? And then suddenly like his brain switched and then he was suddenly, uh, you know, one of the blacks again and sort of like, like which one yeah. could be worse? And he probably had that debate in his head this like all these years of like, oh my goodness, was it the entire time? Was it just like after the war did somehow somebody get to him and like radicalize him or whatever? Like, loop. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, did Bellatrix persuade him to come back to the family fold right, or whatever. Like, and that's what I was saying. But what I was saying too is like for Lupin, notorious mass murderer Sirius Black is even more scary and more dangerous than what other people perceive him to be. Because Lupin is like, nah, but he was a crazy person and pretended to be a cool person and everybody bought it. Like everybody mm-hmm. bought it. Including me and all like and he knows he's smart, like and cool and like knows like pe- you know, can read people well. Uh I had a thought and I oh, okay, so I mean we'll get to it a little later and we've sort of you guys have sort of talked about it in terms of the 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 wider story that's gone around in terms of serious and like what people know and we, again we'll get to it in a couple pages but in this moment when we just brought up his family it's like nobody knows that Sirius like no one in the mass is kind of know that Sirius was James's best friend but then if you bring the family thing into like that's a whole oh, yeah, another layer of like he comes from a like more it's not like he came from like a regular wizarding family or like a he good wizarding family yeah like he came <laughs> from a a family of dark wizards so it's like mm-hmm. that's a even another layer that i think people even in the main story like you would think that that'd be part of the 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 wider like Lore. tale yeah of like oh you know he was just following in his family's footsteps and do people not know about bellatrix and like their connection like as siblings to do have different last names right now so i don't know it's just like Another layer to well, add on to the mass murder of Sirius Black story. <laughs> yeah. Sirius and Bellatrix aren't siblings, they're cousins. Right, they're but like, relate, so, the, but you yeah. know, still like people, yeah. you would know they're that they're related, like you guys are related. <laughs> it's like, oh, cousins, cool. Once you know that, it's like, yeah. right, they're family. So I don't know. Anyway. Um, so you made that Dementor on the train back off. There are certain defenses one can use, but... There was only one Dementor on the train. The more they are, the more difficult it becomes to resist. What defenses, Harry said at once, can you teach me? I don't pretend to be an expert at fighting Dementors, Harry. Quite the contrary. Mm. But if the Dementors come to another Quidditch match, I need to be able to fight them. Harry looked into, or Lupin looked into Harry's determined face and hesitated, and then said, Well, all right, I'll try and help, but it'll have to wait until the next term, I'm afraid. I have lots to do before the holidays. I chose a very convenient, inconvenient time to fall ill. 
so he says quite the contrary. So like that stuck with me just because we know like he's a werewolf and like he does teach Harry the Patronus charm and like does teach him how to fight this off in a very successful way. But like the quite the contrary just really stuck with me just because like what does what does he see when Dementors come too close? No, like when he when dementors oh. come too close, like I feel like there are a lot of things that he could see, but I feel I don't know. I just his well, I, that's because his his life is horrible. right. Like yeah. it's like so, so many, many different, different things. So it's like <laughs> so he's like quite the things. contrary. Like they affect me probably second to you, Harry. Like he you. probably was gonna yeah. say. Like, well, I think that he's also saying too. Like I mean, there might be a couple of straight dementors, but he's not. Right, running into Dementors yeah. too. It's not like some. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's an everyday thing people, where it's like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> exactly, I got this. But uh, yeah, and but I also think it's difficult for him because he has such a hard, terrible life mm-hmm. because JK hates. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, let's move on. Uh, with the promise of anti-Dementor lessons from Lupin, thought real. that he might. That thought in itself yeah. was just Patronus fool to make him feel better. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thought that he might never have to hear his mother's death again and the fact that Ravenclaw flattened Hufflepuff in their Quidditch match in the end of November. Harry's mood took a definite upturn. Um, Gryffindor were not out of the running after all, although they could not afford to lose another match. Um, Ro- uh, Wood became repossessed of his manic energy um, because he has no chill when it comes to Quidditch. I also, though, I'm going back into this Quidditch as soccer thing because I was thinking about this um, when, so because I'm on the West Coast, Arsenal games usually start at 7 a.m. During football season, if I wake up and Arsenal loses a match and then the Packers lose, my day is done. I have to go to sleep. I'm asleep by five. I'm tired. I'm done. But if Arsenal loses or they tie or they don't play well and then the Packers just beat the crap out of someone, I'm like, hey, day's not completely shot to shit. <laughs> and it saves me. And I like totally get that without Harry's like this Quidditch thing. Nothing so bad. There's there's hope for the future. Huh. No, I think Quidditch that Harry's soccer. reaction's totally is totally um like it makes sense. But also Wood just never has well, any chill at all. Also your life should not or your Yeah, your life, but also your emotions should not live and die by a game that is full of chance and like I'm not even praying and it ruins my day I have to go to bed like I have gone to bed at 5pm before should I just start calling you Olivia Wood (laughs) (laughs) yep I think you're I think you and Wood are just like yeah you have similar uh... (laughs) I have more chill than uh, than Wood though Mm. in terms of sports do I? Oh. I do. You literally, do. you literally yelled at me on Twitter because I wasn't watching the game. Game no, seven. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was because of how you said that you were, and, and you were like, "Oh, I guess this thing is still on." No. <laughs> or I'm gonna go sit and watch my dad watch the game. Like it was no big deal when it was game seven of the fucking NBA Finals. Olivia. Okay. Game seven. So, so I just want to point out we keep. Um, Tangenting. We're an yes. hour and a yeah. half right. into You're this. Right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but it was Just, game seven, though. You're right. Okay, Robin. Um, two weeks before the end of term, um, Christmas is around, so they're like, you know, decorating everything. 
Um, Flitwick decorates his classroom with real fluttering fairies. I just feel like we should point that out and acknowledge that he got some fairies to decorate his classroom. That's awful. But are they flaves though? Can they Um, go home? Maybe they just, maybe it's warm in there. I'm thin. You know what I mean? It's Christmas. They're in like a warm space. If if Flitwick was like, hey, y'all want to come hang out and I'll get you some food and you just like, you know, hang around, be yourself and it's cool. And they're like, sure. Well, who knows how like sentient fairies are? Yeah, well, like, in this world. Because the fae are tricky, and you either have to trap them, or you end up, like, giving up a bunch of stuff. Like, there isn't really, like, a... Or Flitwick is just, like, really awesome. Or Flitwick is part fae. And part goblin, Mm. too, so... Goblins are considered part of the fae, so maybe he has... Okay. Then boom. All right. Um, both Ron and Hermione had decided to remain at Hogwarts and though Ron said it was because he couldn't stand, he couldn't stand two weeks with Percy and Hermione insisted she needed to use the library. Harry wasn't fooled. They were doing it to keep him company and he was very grateful. MVPs for life. MVPs for life. Yeah. Um, to everyone's delight except Harry's, there was another Hogsmeade trip on the very last weekend of the term. We can do, we can do all our Christmas shopping there, said Hermione. Mom and dad would really love these tooth, those tooth flossing string mints from Honeydew. Because they're dentists. Because oh, they're dentists. Black dentists. cute. <laughs> right. Thank you. Slide that in there. Slide that yeah. in there. It's important. Um, so Harry borrowed a copy of Witch Broomstick from Wood and decided to spend the day reading up on the different makes. He had been riding one of the school brooms at team practice, an ancient shooting star, which was very slow and jerky. He definitely needed a new broom of his own. Um, on Saturday morning of the Hogsmeade trip, Harry bid goodbye to Ron and Hermione, who were wrapped in cloaks and scarves, then turned up the marble staircase alone and headed back toward Gryffindor Tower. Um, <laughs> psst, Harry. He turned halfway along the third floor corridor to see Fred and George peering out at him from behind a statue of a humpbacked one-eyed witch. It's about to go it's down. About to go down. <laughs> um, what are you doing? Said Harry curiously. How come you're not going to Hogsmeade? We've come to give you a bit of festive cheer before we go. Said Fred with a mysterious wink. Come in here. They uh, go into an empty classroom, and they hand um, so this early Christmas present for you, Harry. Fred pulled something out from inside his cloak with a flourish and laid it on one of the desks. It was a large, square, very worn piece of parchment with nothing written on it. Harry, suspecting one of Fred and George's jokes, stared at it. What's that supposed to be? This, Harry, is the secret of our success, (laughs) said George. It's a wrench giving it to you, said Fred, but we decided last night your needs greater than ours. Anyway, we know it by heart. We bequeath it to you. We don't really need it anymore. Um, Really quickly, I just want to, like, point out that, like, Harry has a relationship with a twin separate from him. Yeah. um, Which is, like... Beautiful. And he's beautiful. And important, and it's like it's not just like oh that's my little brother's best friend. It's like not like he's actually the homie, and like our also like our little brother. <laughs> um, also, I want to. I had a thought of like, sure, they decide. I believe that they decided to give Harry the Marauders map, but also I wonder if the Marauders map had a had a had a hand in that. Like they right, recognize like, hey. Harry Potter, and they're like, mm, you might want to consider mm. giving me away to that kid. That yeah. kid sounds like he's awesome. I mean, you right. know, just the last name Potter and all. Like, I mean, he sounds like he's an awesome kid. So I wonder if the map gave him them a little nudge. Yeah. I like that. I that also want to point out, too, like, this goes along with Harry's relationship with Fred and George being separate than uh, separate from his relationship with Ron. It's like, if Fred and George take me inside a closet talking about they have an early present, or they want to, what is this? <laughs> come in here. We've got a, we, we've come to give you a bit of festive cheer. 
You don't side trust eye that. for Dave. Don't like, trust that. Side eye for Dave. <laughs> what you what mean? You mean? What kind of, Why we gotta go in the cheer? Is there any witnesses? What is it first? Can I bring some? Can you tell me first? Yes. Can we do this in the daylight and the and a wide open hallway at least? <laughs> well populated <laughs> corridor. Because <laughs> while they are cool, they are not above like going after people they love like we've seen it they're no, not, it's, not they're usually all. the people they love are their favorite targets but you know we saw Harry's just as cold hearted when he went and <laughs> ro- dropped off that rat tonic to Ron and didn't say not one you know word and about how, Fred and George and taking that the reason badge. why their relationship is beyond Ron because he's like exactly. he's like and I think that's the moment tonic. they knew yeah he's that was like, the moment your... they knew <laughs> this ain't none of my we business like oh Harry's a real one you know what we should do <laughs> right exactly they were like we should give him the Marauders map yeah. <laughs> Harry didn't even know he was all in his feelings at the time but he's like changing his life <laughs> that's when he proved himself <laughs> and what do I need with a bit of old parchment a bit of old parchment, said Fred, closing his eyes with a grimace as though Harry had mortally offended so him. Cute. Explain, also, George. Also, he did it like he well, put the hand to the forehead. And- <laughs> yeah, he was just like, oh, for shame. I'm sorry, um, right there. Well, when we were in our first year, Harry, young, carefree, and innocent, <laughs> Harry snorted. He doubted whether Fred and George had ever been innocent. Well, more innocent than we are now. We got into a spot of bother with Spot-a-bother. Filch. We got off a dung bomb. We let off a dung bomb in the corridor and it upset him for, for some, some reason. reason. So he hauled us, so he hauled us off in, uh, to the to his office and started threatening us with the usual detention, disembowelment. Like those are two different things. But okay, that escalated um, quickly. But, you know, you can't put it past Filch at all. And we couldn't help noticing a drawer in one of his filing cabinets marked confiscated, confiscated and highly I dangerous. like that how I'm pretty sure every single thing he confiscated from the Marauders would put in that drawer. <laughs> in that drawer. Hell yeah. They got out their probably, own like filing cabinet right next to the And twins. categorization. Yeah. I also love um, though that like this is a little bit of a tangent but I there is a boy from the UK that fondly remembered and he said spot a bother once and I like lost my shit and he didn't understand <laughs> but I was like A that is the most British thing to ever British B <laughs> that's a Harry Potter thing <laughs> and spot a bother a spot a bother is like <laughs> when I go to London FYI Bayana be prepared I'm gonna say all your Britishisms I'm gonna say cheerio and spot a bother we don't want to get into a spot a bother mm. spot a bother my shit okay go ahead so i'm gonna have to a pop mark can you can you put that in like a schedule can you put that in the calendar <laughs> like the times that you plan on saying that so then i can like schedule around that and like do some other Listen. stuff i feel like that would be the best way to go Listen, about the this. heart death with the heart wants. um for both of our for both of the our heart sakes, wants with the heart wants that's, we can't schedule we have, we have a schedule we have we have our own black girls nerd out calendar i know just slide that in there I'm huh. just saying it's not. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Can't schedule Thanks. these things. Thank you, okay. Robin. Okay. Thank you. So, don't tell me," said Harry, with starting to grin. Well, what would you have done?" said Fred. George caused a diversion by, well, time out. What would Harry have done? He would have read Fletch's <laughs> mail. <laughs> George caused a diversion by dropping another dung bomb. I whipped the drawer open and grabbed this. It's not as bad as it sounds, you know, said George. We don't reckon Filch ever found out how to work it. He probably su- suspected what it was or he wouldn't have confiscated it. Um, I'm curious, did no. he did he take it from the Marauders yes. or from someone oh. else? Yeah, do I you wonder. want to know what they, like, 
how they left it. Like, they did they ever pass? Yeah, like, like, did they get it taken from them in their seventh year, or were I they like, like hey, to believe that they gave it to hey Davy Gudgeon? Yeah. <laughs> you want this Marauders? He map? Gave, yeah, you want this map? And then Davy tried to, and then Davy Gudgeon because he's an tried idiot, to go too far. Got it confiscated by yep. Filch. <laughs> That's that's what happened. Yep. Damn Davy Gudgeon. <laughs> He's the worst. God, Davy. He's the worst. Ruin everything. <laughs> Davy Gudgeon is benched. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they oh, probably had like this whole ceremony too, and it was like, we now pass down the Marauders map, and like, right. our children, your children, and generations of Gryffindors. And then Davy <laughs> went first day he had he it on his it own. Up for everyone. First hour of the new term. Yep. God damn it, Davey. The worst. Um, and you know how to work it. Oh, yes, said Fred. This little beauty's taught us more than all the teachers in this school. You're winding me up. Which is, which is interesting for um, just, like, we talk about, like, the relationship between Molly and the twins and just, like, how Fred and George, like, value a certain, diff- like, a different kind of education. Yeah. Like, and, like, define success differently and stuff. Yeah. yeah. They come from That's the awesome. school of hard um, knocks. Mm-hmm. I yeah. forget of hard the rest knock- of that. Of hard knock knocks. Uh, I bet they live in Southside Diagon Alley. They probably do. Um, right next to you. You guys are neighbors. Yep. So both of them. And you're like, okay, guys, I reject can we, that. And, death and too. you were like, you were like, guys, can we schedule when you're going to have some shenanigans? <laughs> Job just jungle? slide it into Thanks. our neighborly schedule that we have set up. <laughs> Thank slide you for the shade. Thank you, Connie. She deserves it. No, that's that's real. I wouldn't. Um, so, you're winding me up, said Harry. Oh, are we? He took out his wand, touched the parchment lightly, and said, I solemnly, I solemly swear that I'm up, to, I'm no up good. to no good. Can I just say for a second, though, that those are very specific words that you have to say. I was going to say. And how do you find that How do they figure that out? <laughs> well, that's... Only Fred and George. But also, okay, so this is what I was saying, or sort of. magic. Right, oh, this is what I was saying with the whole nudging thing towards Harry. So later when we see the map, we, like, in true, in real the action. The parchment gave them the... Exactly, the parchment oh, and that and like shit. I just really need to know like which one of them came up with the teaching thing. So okay, we'll get to it later, but I want to talk about it right now. So he gets the map and he doesn't know how to open the witch's stump. So the map tells him how to do it. That is mm-hmm. how that is ridiculously complex magic because it has to be like you stupid, you don't know what to do. Here, let me give you a hint. Right. What? Well, I mean, he also, it also is, um, it says on Pottermore, like, living, breathing it's thing, charmed yeah. to insult Snape, like, the min- anytime Snape. How can the map sense that it's this particular set of hands, they, and this particular voice, and this particular person, well, like, probably, that, I mean, like, I get that they can, and it's awesome, but, like, like you're saying, like, this is, it's yeah. really, complex like, magic. complex Ridiculous magic, complex. that it's, like, this very specific person you have to insult him every time he lays hands or tries to open it or talk to me. And you know, also the pettiness of that. On GP. So like, yeah. that's so crazy. That's awesome. And you know, they're probably programmed. I'm thinking about this in terms of like, I always, I kind of think about magic in terms of like coding and stuff, but they probably program like infinite numbers of insults. So every time it's a new insult yeah. and it's better and it learns from itself. And it's like, Oh, I said, I called mm-hmm. you a dung beetle last time and you really hated that. So I'm gonna call and you we're a- in Scotland. So we know apparently that Scott, Scottish people have like an unlimited, unlimited amount of sh- unlimited amount of shade like, and bad words. words and like bad words. They All have of the words. Yeah. It's infinite. They have more. So they have more words for bad words than any other they like one word for water and fifty thousand words for motherfucker. 
Swear to God. <laughs> 50 different ways to call you a motherfucker. One word for street. Like, they... Yeah. <laughs> they used all of exactly. their creativity to insult you. Um, and at once, thin ink lines began to spread like a spider's web from the points that George's wand had touched. They joined each other, they crisscrossed, they fanned into every corner of the parchment. Then words began to blossom across the top, great curly green words that proclaimed, Messrs. Mooney, Wormtail, Padfoot, and Prongs, purveyors of aids to magical mischief makers, are proud to present the Marauder's Map. And then I feel like I hear like a little like instrumental that's like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> like PBS Masterpiece Theater. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it was a map showing every detail of Hogwarts Castle and grounds, but the truly remarkable thing were the tiny ink dots moving around it, each labeled with the name and with a name in minuscule writing. Astounded, Harry bent over it. The labeled dot on the top left corner showed that Professor Dumbledore was pacing in his study. The caretaker's cat, Miss Norris, was prowling on the second floor, and Peace the Poltergeist was currently bouncing around the trophy room. And as Harry's eyes traveled up and down the familiar corridors, he noticed something else. This map showed a set of passages he had never entered, and many of them seemed to lead right into Hogsmeade, said Fred. Time out. Just to add on to your rant from, like, hella long ago, <laughs> not all of them. Many of them. <laughs> right. Not all of them led to Hogsmeade. Tri- trivia. <laughs> it's important. I don't want to get into it again. <laughs> That's probably wise. But um, I feel like I don't. I feel like y'all didn't then, really go in on at HP trivia on Twitter. At sign HP trivia. Your fucking Marauders question is wrong, motherfuckers. <laughs> wrong. But um, I feel like Edward Snowden would have a problem with this now. <laughs> Edward there's Snowden would have been like, wiki, there's a lot of wiki wizard leaks, wizard leaks, right? <laughs> we got to do something here. Yeah, this is a lot Real. of like surveillance and uh, per- yeah, privacy issues that <laughs> no one's thinking about. It's fine. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Whatever. They probably did think about it and were like, who gives yeah, a fuck? Yeah, it's the Marauders. This is awesome. Have chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, right in the Hogsmeade, said Fred, there are seven in all. Now, Philips knows about these four. But we're sure we're the only ones who know about these. Don't bother with the one behind the mirror on the fourth floor. We used it up until last winter, but it's caved in, completely blocked. Why? And we don't reckon anyone's ever used this one because the Whomping Willow is planted right over the entrance. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but this one here, this one leads right into the cellar of Honeydukes. We, we've used it loads of times. And as you might have noticed, the entrance is right outside this room through that one-eyed old crumbs guys i just had a terrible thought what if last i don't think the two are related because i don't think the basilisk is that like like a failure mm-hmm. i guess you'd say in terms of like caving in a thing and then being like oops can't go out but like what if the basilisk had escaped through one of the 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 passageways god oh damn. my goodness i just had that terrible thought why would you do that? that? Would be my brain went there, and well, I well because stop it. nobody could find winter. him, right? So right, that's it's Salazar. That's Slytherin why I thought of worst. it. It's not anyone else's fault except for Salazar Slytherin. <laughs> True, but like for the last winter thing made me think of like last winter that's they were terrifying. dealing with the basilisk. But I don't yeah. think the basilisk would try to like if it was trying to get out, it would make it out. 
So, like, I don't think it caved it in. That's true. But, like, what I'm trying to figure out also what caved in the thing. I was also, well, like, if it were two winters ago, I'd be like, it was the troll. But since it yeah. was last winter, I wonder what caved that. So, at uh, last winter, they were in. doing the Polyjuice Potion as, as Crab and Goyle. Um, the Basilisk was going through the pipes, though. So, there could be right. that... Like, the weight of the... Residual energy? Yeah, like, he goes partially near that thing, and the weight of the pipes, like, they sunk in or whatever, because the basket hasn't been roaming through the pipes, because it's been stuck in the chamber for 50 years or whatever. Um, that caved in. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh! Oh, no, that's not winter, though. Never mind. I was thinking about when, um... Oh. During the actual cave-in in, in yeah. the chamber? But I'm also thinking now, yeah. though... Lockhart still could have done it when he was trying to fix something or do something, show someone something. Right. Lockhart's fault. That's Bench. His, that's his fault it is. Bench. That's, no. Wither Team Cannon. Sit down with Davey. Lockhart and Davey need to go yeah. sit somewhere and stay there. Um, right. Don't forget to wipe it after uh, you used it or anyone can read it, said Fred. I love and hate when they finish each other's sentences. Just... I love it so much. Just tap it's it again favorite. and say mischief manage, mischief manage and it'll go blank. So, young Harry, said Fred in an uncanny impersonation of Percy. Mind you behave yourself. See you in Honeybee, said George Winking. They left the room, both smirking in a satisfied sort of way. Also love, and we'll get to it because Ron is going to be petty, and I love petty Ron, but like, <laughs> Harry needs it more than anyone else. Ron, you also they know that giving it to Harry means it. that Ron's gonna get to use yeah. it anyway. Yeah. So like you know it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it's fine. <laughs> Harry stood there gazing at the miraculous map. He watched the tiny ink Miss Norris turn left and pause to sniff at something on the floor. If Fitch really didn't know, he wouldn't have to pass the Dementors at all. But even as he stood there, flooded with excitement, something Harry had once heard Mister Weasley say come flaring out of his memory. Never trust anything that you can't that can think for itself if you can't see where it keeps its brain. He technically can see where it keeps its brains. He just doesn't know that that's where it keeps its brains. He just had a whole conversation with the man like a couple take pages ago. So you know, <laughs> just don't know about it. Yeah, but also the, just don't know. does does the. I'm glad he thought of it. But though. does the map think for itself, or does the map just show where people are? Like it's 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 showing you the tr- right. it's, a, it's plotting. It's like. Do you know what I mean? It's like... It's Google Maps. Sure, mm-hmm. but you could technically say the same thing about the diary, where it's like, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a person. It's showing a recap of what actually No, no, happened. no, because the diary... But I also think it's like the difference between like... The diary was having conversations you know, with when, Harry and Ginny. Like, it was talking back to them. Right. And that's why I'm saying it's kind of the difference between like, in, the, in our world, like... Like, when they're like, hey, you can get this deal. And it's the difference between them, like, asking for your, like, all of your information mm-hmm. first. Or, or like, giving, you know what I mean? Like, oh, what's your, so we need your social security number. Mm, that's, that's a little sketch. <laughs> versus it being, yeah. like, you know what I mean? You can tell between what's more, le- what's legit and what's not. And the Marauder's Map isn't really asking It's like for cookies. Chamb- it's literally, like. The diary. Oh, sorry. The, yes. Okay, so going off of what you are just about to say, the map is like cookies, but the the, the diary it's is malware. a fishing scale. Yeah, it's malware. Yes. Yes. <laughs> don't tell it's us hilarious. we don't have magic. We do. We just don't know how to program. Um, this map was one of those dangerous magical objects Mr. Weasley had been warning against. 
AIDS for magical mischief makers. But then, Harry reasoned, he only wanted to use it to get into Hogsmeade. It wasn't as though he wanted to steal anything or attack anyone. And Fred and George had been using it for years without anything horrible happening. I love the situational ethics in which Harry... <laughs> the reach of Harry Potter. Man. Of, He's like, man, who cares if it's going to, like, possess my soul and, like... You know, I just want to go to Hogwarts. But he literally is like, oh, I should think about this. I mean, but... he wasn't afraid. He was more mad about Sirius Black coming after him because he couldn't go to Hogwarts. So we all know what he's going to choose in this Listen, moment. Like, so you know what I was thinking, Hogsmeade. though? Because we had Akira on the podcast, and she was talking some nonsense about how she didn't want to be by her lonely, as if that's real English. Um, whatever. As, as, if, as if that's, that's what? real English. Um, she didn't want to... <laughs> Robin is a, has a white Oh my god, again. Again. That's so rude. Well, that's what that is. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> I'm just, I like to take any opportunity to shade a carrot. It's my, one of my hobbies. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. That's what it is. That's cool. sure. <laughs> you're okay with that, but you're not okay. Oh, you don't No, believe I don't but, believe you. But, I like to, well, yeah. you both, all of you guys use that bay area slang. Anyway. You slang, that doesn't mean, and that's what I'm saying. No, because I love not, Southern California. Okay, never mind. Anyway. So, <laughs> Harry is like Akira, or I don't know if it's like Akira, but like she was going to, like, she figured out the way in her brain to make it okay for her to leave <laughs> wizard, the Wizarding World without doing her duty, her, her familial <laughs> duty. And then she <laughs> talked herself into circles. To explain how that was happening. And I feel like this is what Harry is doing right now. Like, Oh, of course. And, like... He ain't a Ravenclaw. Thank you, but everybody else is going. He got FOMO so bad. Oh, he does. Aww. And he needs to just learn how to be okay in himself. Like, find peace within yourself. How about you take this time and you go see the Hogwarts guy? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Um, so he goes to the stump and or the witch and it's just like, oh, I don't actually know how to get out here. And the map is so smart. It's just like, here, let me give you a little speech bubble so that you can uh, figure out how to get in because we want you to do some mischief right now. Just sit in the end. <laughs> um, at once, the statue's hump opened wide enough to admit a fairly thin person. Harry glanced quickly up and down the corridor, then tucked the map away again, hoisted himself into the hole headfirst and pushed himself forward. He's Real quick, he did not have his invisibility cloak, which I feel like was Or dumb. any kind of coat. It's winter. Anything. He gets out there he and he's freezing. Right. He didn't even think like, oh yeah, it's right around Christmas. Maybe I should go back. He just like was like, I'm doing, doing it now. That's so Gryffindor, Gryffindor problem. Did you just say that's so Robin? It is. It is. It's, I'm not saying false. it was false. It was I'm just, just saying that you said that real quick. Of, like, you just real I had this thought. It. Let me go do it right now. <laughs> It's also a Gryffindor problem because no. maybe that's where you're a Gryffindor, Robin. I don't think because... things <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and I only say that because you said it on the podcast. <laughs> I just, I don't have. I say it because of experience. I literally just talked to, I'm at my friend Dara's house. So I was talking to Dara and I was like, you know that I, I talk things as I think. It comes, she's like, I've noticed. And I was like, damn. <laughs> so everybody. That's, maybe that's where you're a Gryffindor. Because Harry was not, he didn't, he literally, it's the beginning of the day. They literally just left. So it's like, they have all day. He has all day to make it to Hogsmeade. Like, let me go get some like, supplies. I gotta go right now. It has 
to happen right now. Like, I have the map. It's in my hand. Oh, I'm right here. Might as well. But, but like, I feel like maybe he could have gotten a coat. He was the invisibility cloak. Like, some shoes. Like, what if he wasn't wearing proper shoes? Like, something. Like, All right, you're doing a lot. Come coming. on. I just think that maybe saying. he was trying to see if it worked. And he wasn't planning on, like, like he just wanted to walk the... No. No, he was planning on going. We see literally the plan. No, we've already seen how he twists his logic to suit his needs. So he was like, let me just check and see if this is legit. Let me check and see how far this tunnel yeah. is for a quick minute. Descendium. Let me check and see. All right, let me go in here. Let's, let's, let's see. If see. This oh, I'm, I'm, I'm already at might as well. Might as well go see what kind of sweets they have. Oh, I found Ron and Hermione. Might as well hang out with Y'all are literally. Oh, we found the three boomsticks. Might as well get some better. You were like. And then, oh shit, I'm caught. Like, what? Like, you're le- you're legit saying. describing my everyday life. I know. I know. I, oh. I walked by this store. Let me go in. Oh, I bought 18 books. Let me not. Oh, this thing is here. That's cool. I was supposed to go talk to Bayana an hour ago. Bayana's called. Where are you at? Well, what happened was I was walking to come meet you, and then I saw this thing. And it was all shiny and shit. And then I went over there. <laughs> like, it happens. It happens. Mm. Mm. You should never mm-hmm. pass up an opportunity to, you know, it's anthropology. You guys don't, oh. like, believe in that. Yeah. The study of other cultures and... Right. Is that what that yeah. is? <laughs> I'm gonna just let you... I'm gonna let See, you the, the, lo- okay. the logical leaps that someone will take to make their point <laughs> That's so. what that is. <laughs> make the board valid that's what um, that is. so he goes into the tunnel Y'all see if rude. i can uh summarize this page real quick um he goes into the tunnel and it's like twisty and turny and he's just like dang this is far and then finally <laughs> finally he gets to hogsmeade and he's like whoo okay it cool an hour that's, that's a, a lot. lot that's a long but way we don't know how long um, does it take them to get to hogsmeade the railway it takes like it 20 minutes takes or something that right? long but like Probably, I no, it probably takes as long, but mm, I would say shorter. No, well, hmm, you're right because the they do take a carriage from. They have like have to take if they if it was walkable by a short distance, they could probably just walk it from the train. Yeah, because the train's in Hogsmeade, right. so you're right. It probably does take like at least forty minutes. See, maybe half an hour, and then it takes like ten minutes by carriage. Just gotta get them fitness points. <laughs> gotta make your steps. <laughs> <laughs> 10, so 10 minutes um, later, yeah. he came to the foot of some worn stone steps, which rose out of sight above him. Careful not to make any noise, he began to climb. A hundred steps, 200 steps. He lost count as he climbed, watching his feet. Then without warning, his head hit something hard. It seemed to be a <laughs> trap door. How? You know what that reminds me of? Sorry. You know what that reminds me of? is when you put that hat on and the hat was like, well, guess it's time to drop the sword. <laughs> That was such a Thanks. bad plan. <laughs> How you gonna give you your only hope of concussion? Well, I mean, I guess Fox was really the the main but one. Still. But like, Fox can't use a sword. Shout out to the movie <laughs> for him just like seeing the sword glisten through the hat and right? pull it out. That's one of two good decisions the movie made. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Let me just throw this on roof. That and the fact that Harry had an invisibility cloak in yeah. this excursion. In the in the movies, that's right. the, that's yeah. the So, but one. here's another question. Too bad, too bad they ruined it with yeah. them. So here's a so, question though, because he, this whole page. sorry, sorry, um, yeah, yeah. he, it seems he hits something hard. It seems to be a trap door. 
Um, he stood there massaging the top of his head. He didn't hear any sound. So then he pushes the trap door open and he was in a cellar. So do the people that own Honeydukes not know that there's a trap door that leads to a sick? Yeah. To Hogwarts there? That's a good question. Because the trap door isn't, like he's not in the cellar when he climbs the steps. Like, he climbs the steps to get to a trap door to be inside a cellar, in cellar. to then climb. Maybe they do know. They might know, though. Hmm. And and maybe they just don't think students know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, that trap, that, like, passageway has probably been there for, like, Well, that's what minute. I'm saying, and though. It's, it's probably, like, like, I wonder if, like, how old Honeydukes is and if it's, like, passed down through their family or something. And then they're, like... And that's what I'm saying. Like, right, maybe it maybe it used to be the house of some, like, of, like, a, a founding father or something. And then it, you know... Maybe. So they don't know that the trap door is there. That's how they... Maybe that's how they, like, transport sweets and oh, stuff. Oh, that's how the house elves get the but groceries. What? Like, oh. Dang, they gotta go through a... <laughs> in our lives. Okay, wait. But can we go back to the stop? Because, because, uh, how, wait. Okay, okay, house elves can apparate. So can they not apparate outside of Hogwarts to get groceries? Um, there's also like, if they do have to walk, they have to walk an hour underneath the the tunnel to go back and forth. Well, no, but to, maybe they have that tunnel like is a, roomy for Maybe they apparate into the tunnel and then they have like. They have like a cart or something. Mm. They have like other extra magic that wizards maybe, don't have. So maybe they can like make wait, all wait, the wait. groceries really light and then like make house elves can operate inside mm-hmm. Hogwarts. Yes, they're the only ones who can do know. so. Oh yeah, they, they can. They can. Okay. Well, also yeah. I want to point out that she just sang lituations, and I'm the one. <laughs> I was with trying no to get chill. past it. I'm the one that everyone <laughs> talks about as being the problem. She just sang lituations. Is a national icon. Usher and I doesn't like sing a song called Lituation. Like you know that. he would in 2016. <laughs> right? Kanye not helping. Hell yeah, he would. Kanye not helping. Hell yeah, he I would. was trying to help by moving past okay. the song, and you brought it up. Yeah, you brought it back. I was back trying. Up. I was gonna let. I was gonna let I'm it just go. saying. I'm sick of this. Second, I'm sick of this one-sidedness that Robin is the problem. <laughs> it's not. It's not one-sided. It's just you do it more than me. So. My question about Matt, this trap door Robin. is that if the owners of Honeydukes know that the trap door is there, and then they know that Candy goes missing because the twins do not have any chill, so like, right? Wouldn't you put something over the trap door to prevent? That's like, why I think that they you don't know. Candy's missing, so and that's weird. Or maybe Fred and George are like friends with them, and they now. just leave, like. And they're just like, sure, whatever. Maybe, yeah. Crazy kids. It's only two of them. Yeah. They haven't told anyone else about the secret passage. I mean, except Carrie now, but generally, that's their, that's their, this is their fifth year and they haven't told nobody about it. Like, that's pretty. Also, though, I like to think that um, if they did know about it, they just build Dumbledore and Dumbledore's like, damn, Fred, George, God. Actually, (laughs) wait, no. You know why they don't build Dumbledore doesn't care because he has the sweetest tooth of them all. Um, he probably right, used that like, did you get them? Did you get them cockroach clusters? Cool. Did you get them lemon oh, drops? Dog? Lemon drops? You got those lemon drops, dog? All right, carry on. Carry okay, on. but also my question right. about the, this passageway and any of the passageways is that who made them? Like, is it like a student who's just like, oh, lit, I could go to the, I, if I just dig a tunnel and it takes me seven years to do it, or was it one of the founders who was just like, you know what, we gonna need a secret passageway to the city at, or to like the, is it like an underground railroad type of thing for like magical things? <laughs> like, I, <kinda laughs> like 
I was so with you until oh you God. brought up the underground road. I was for so the with house you. Elves. That's why they don't want Hermione. Wait, that's why they don't want Hermione's help when she like comes to the kitchen. She's like, "Hey guys, why don't you want to be free? Here's spew." And they're like, "Girl, we already got a whole ass network. You late? Get away from us." I didn't actually say house elves, but I like that you all of a sudden there's an underground railroad in house elves. Listen, we I talked. I brought this up before. I know you didn't. I know. <laughs> I was trying to bring it back. I know, but she, she's the one with sex. So, you know, what are you going to do? She's the reasonable one. Oh, but she one. does admit she's the ratchet one. Yes. Um, but no, I talked about this before about how Hogwarts it looks different as, like, a, like you know, it's like a place of learning and people, like, do certain things and it starts to, like, kind of take on characteristics. Like, Trelawney likes to be up in that thing, so they call it, like, right. Trelawney's Tower or whatever honestly think there was just some dude who like a professor who lived at Ho- in Hogsmeade and it was cold one day and he was like fuck this noise and he made a tunnel <laughs> because in like the like in cold states and stuff they have underground tunnels in like ca- college campuses and shit because they're like I'm not you want me to go out really nah yeah wow my, br- my brother went to Miami Ohio they don't have underground tunnels but they did have heated sidewalks mm. so that the, mm-hmm. the snow would move faster and there are places in Boston I know that have like underground like couple of like passages and stuff because it gets too cold that's crazy so I, I literally like my kind of headcanon I guess for this is that a professor was like I can't operate to the school but what I can do is build this tunnel and then I just like take a carriage or whatever or, or ride my bike I don't know what he does and it went, it was in his cellar and he did it. And then it was just there and they forgot to like close it up. <laughs> That's a nice idea, but I really like the I know you do. thing for how I know you do. <laughs> Moving right. on. I'm going to help us get a page. Um, so he gets into the basement of Honeydukes. He's just like, oh snap, Dudley would love all of this. And so would Bayana because she loves candy. So there's a list, there's an entire time. list of every single candy that they make there. And then he sees Ron and Hermione and he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just walk up behind them and sneak up on them. And they're, they're so sweet. They're like looking at candies for him to like, to bring back to him. And they're like, you know what? I think he'd like this. No, they're for vampires. How about these? Shoving a jar of cockroach clusters under Hermione's nose. Definitely not, said Harry. And Ron nearly dropped the jar. You gonna pay for that, Harry? That would be my first question. <laughs> I mean, he has, the, <laughs> he has the gold. It's fine. So, <laughs> they're outraged that he's there. It's like, Harry, what are you doing? And Ron's like, dude, you learned to apparate. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's like, dude, no. What are you doing? <laughs> and Hermione um, is singing her... Am I the only one that read Hogwarts like, history? I, didn't we just talk that, about this? And like, she's probably like, I just told you this last chapter <laughs> that you can't apparate out of Hogwarts. How many times did you got to say this? It was only oh. like 20 pages ago, right? Oh, you know, at fuck? least three times per book uh, from now on. Right. <laughs> um, I, and I kind of want to talk about this part where it's just like, oh, well, Ron's like, how come they never gave it to me? I'm their brother. And then Harry has no words for that. But uh, Hermione's like, but Harry isn't going to keep it. He's going to hand it into Professor McGonagall, aren't you? Harry's like, no, I'm not. No. Are you mad handing in something that good? If I hand it in, I'll have to say where I got it. Phil should know Fred and Jordan had, had nicked it. 
Uh, but what about Sirius Black? He could be using one of the passages on that map to get into the castle. The teachers have got to know. One, she's right. <laughs> um, Two, he don't need a map. He created it. Right. He knows it better and than And so, like, he George. does know the um, passageways. But also, this entire scene is foreshadowing for, like, what, two chapters from um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, two chapters from now. Mm-hmm. Actually, the next chapter, where Harry gets something that he shouldn't have, and she's just like... I didn't tell him last time, but I'm going to do it this time. But this is so like, goes it's all into, this goes into my, my problem with Hermione. And I think I did really identify with Hermione in a lot of ways. And then it was so easy for me to hop to Luna because Luna is just a roll dog. She's like, that's not my business. But like one <laughs> thing that my, my family really like beat out of me or not beat, not literally, but um, I used to be such a tattletale. One, because I didn't know I was telling on people. Stitches get stitches. Yep. Um, and, like, my mom and my dad, my dad especially, was like, okay, thank you for that information because we are going to, like, get your cousin. But you should never, you should not be on our side. You should be on their side. Like, this is why you in your room reading books alone and they ditching you all the time because you don't know when to shut your mouth. Like, it's not your place. It's not your place, Hermione. Yeah. Like, you're not... And that's where, like, me and Hermione diverge, actually. I mean, like, I think I think telling... Like, when you do stuff, I'm like, mm, you probably shouldn't do that. You but know I'm what I mean? Wrong. Like, you know, it's like you tell them straight. You tell them yeah, to their face, but, you don't but tell then you don't go them. behind their back and, like, tell on someone. Yeah. Mm, Although, sure. for when we get to that, to the next chapter... It's a, I feel like it's a little bit different. But that is, but, but also I think too. Obviously we'll talk, I don't want to talk yeah. about it now since we'll obviously talk about it then, but I feel like it's a little bit different. But in general, like some, I feel like one of her issues is that she doesn't, she gets too like invested in other people's stuff and she doesn't know when to just like let people make their own mistakes mm-hmm. or when to like, or to just like let stuff go. Cause some, like some, I'll be like, okay, this is a bad idea, but at the same time, like. I'm not in it. You gotta do what you're gonna do. What you're gonna do. <laughs> I feel yeah, like she's like, channeling her own need for perfection onto her friends. Exactly. And she has to learn how to mm-hmm. like, and she does eventually. But in this moment, she's just like, okay. But if in order for everything to be perfect, it's not just me. It's also Ron and her and Harry. So they also need to have done right. their homework. And I'm not gonna do it for them, but I'm going to make sure they did it and help them with it and make sure they study and like part of their a part of her circle which is actually also very sweet though because she doesn't have any other friends and so they're in mm-hmm. her circle enough where it's like okay part of my perfection is for you guys to be perfect too so I, and that doesn't get it's, she doesn't no one else gets that so it's like a boulevard right. blessing and a curse for also her like her version of looking out for someone yeah well it's yeah. to me is not necessarily what they ne- it's not necessarily what they want or need but that in her Mind, that's how you look after Yeah, and she's not the Hermione they need, they deserve, but she's the Hermione they need. Yeah. (laughs) Or whatever the Batman quote is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Something like that. But I think, too, it's like with Hermione, um, it is definitely that, like, next chapter is also like a safety thing, right? Which, like, I've warned you, but then Mm -hmm. we've got to a, a, like, a predator safety situation. But the thing with Hermione, though, is that she also doesn't. This is, like, like you said, like, she starts to grow and things, but she doesn't know when to say, okay, you've made the decision and I'm going to let it go. And so I feel like that's the thing, too. It's, like, she can say this and she can have her peace, right? But then 
she and this I think this book is actually where she actually does figure learn to start letting other people make up their own mind because she doesn't tell yeah. oh yeah about the map eventually she's annoying about it but she doesn't go behind his back and tell on tell McGonagall the way that she does in the next chapter yeah. um because she's like okay like he's made valid points he's thought it through and that's like I wouldn't choose that but at least it's not like we're just gonna do it because we're gonna do it you know what I mean like she like mm-hmm. when Harry and Ron have said like here's x y and z why those things aren't possible and why we shouldn't sure, tell laid out the plan for her yeah then she's more apt to like do it or to like let them let him let it ride and also this book unlike last book she doesn't like huff and puff because she doesn't get her way mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but yeah but mostly also she just got to chill on that like of course harry's not just going to do bit. that like bitch you don't know what harry gonna do mm-hmm. girl <laughs> girl chill so they're all talking about the safety issue and Harry actually does have the thought of like, what if he does know the passage is there? But, you know, Ron's like, <clears throat> by order of the Ministry of Magic, customers are reminded that until further notice, Dementors will be patrolling the streets of Hogsmeade every night after sundown. This measure has been put in place for the safety of Hogsmeade's residents and will be lifted upon the recapture of Sirius Black. It is therefore advisable that you complete your shopping well before nightfall. Happy Christmas! Because I have an American version, but I said happy Christmas because I know that's what it actually said. <laughs> yup. I say happy Christmas and my family looks at me like I am a snob and a poser. And I probably am, but I say happy Christmas anyway. Um. Uh, C said Ron quietly, I'd like to see Black try and break into Honeydukes with Dementors swarming all over the village. Anyway, Hermione, the Honeydukes owners would hear a break-in, wouldn't they? They live over the shop. Um, so Hermione still isn't, oh, then she goes to, look, Harry still shouldn't be coming into Hogsmeade. He hasn't got a signed form. If anyone finds out, he'll be in so much trouble. And it's not nightfall, nightfall yet. What if Sirius Black turns up today? She's now. so spiraling right now. She's like, what if he turns up right now? What if he's here right now in this She's store? Like, what if he's that chocolate bar? Right. What if it's him right there? When I was little, though, like, no, no lie, I was so, like, so scared of getting in trouble and like my mom used to tell Me the story too. all the time like she would be running late and I'd be like well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that's not well so why don't I get detention or whatever and she'd be like calm down I'm your mother I'll write a note like it's my fault you're late and then, like the first time I like either either I had a detention or like nothing I don't know what it was but the first time that like I was like oh that wasn't so bad then I was like fuck it <laughs> like I think it was like the first time I got detention and I actually got in trouble and it wasn't that bad and I was like oh okay then and then I mean I'm still like you know I have my moral code and I don't cheat and I don't do these things but I wasn't like but the rules said the rules said we have to be there no you know what I mean like how did they not know that I had anxiety <laughs> anyway <laughs> I don't know um, Wait, besides the detention that they have in um, the first year where they have to go into the forest, because Hermione was there for that, no? Yes. Wait, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was in there for that. Yeah, that's, that's like Hermione her only detention, Mary. right, so far. Uh, and that's what yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, in the series, no? Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. a terrible detention, so I understand being like, you won't get trouble. <laughs> like, I'm, never again. I ain't going back <laughs> to that goddamn forest. That's different from you. 
this. I ain't never doing that. Yeah, ever exactly. Again. I'm like me, where it's like I had to like sit there, and they I think mm-hmm. they wouldn't let me do homework, which I thought was stupid. And then I read a book, and I was like, well, that's what I was gonna do anyway. So, um, yeah. Um, Ron is like, come on, Hermione, it's Christmas. Harry deserves a break. Hermione bit her lip, lip, looking extremely worried. Are you going to report me? Harry asked her, grinning. Oh, of course not. But honestly, Harry. And so that comes back to the point of like, okay, she doesn't do it this time, but this is just foreshadowing for her being like, screw it. <laughs> you don't want to listen to me? I'm going to go behind your back <laughs> and tell you yeah. about yourself. Yeah. And I'm going to keep that one little thing that I said I want to report you on secret. Yeah. I also think that that's also part of it is that like her Gryffindor loyalty to the, the promise that she made about this particular instance is why she doesn't tell about the map and... Um, Hogsmeade the next time when she does tell about the fireball because she could have mm-hmm. she could have included all of that like and he's been exiting the castle and everything but mm-hmm. because she right. promised this time like oh of course not yeah then I think that's why she didn't tell I think the big thing is that she doesn't tell them that she's gonna tell I don't know anyway so they are talking about all of the candy none of which seems appetizing except for maybe the fizzing <laughs> whizbees that feels like pop rocks or something Jelly slugs? Probably. No thanks. It's just like a gummy worm. Sure, but... Yeah, but it sounds like the texture would be... Because, yeah, like yeah. jelly. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know... And a mm. slug. Yeah. So it's like, it pops right. open. Ugh. No. Ugh. Acid, <laughs> acid pops, maybe. But what's the acid? Except it, burn, it can burn a hole through your tongue. Why nope. is that allowed? Nah. Mom <laughs> walloped him with her broomstick. She she has a broomstick, but she doesn't. Oh, but maybe it's the like sleeping broom. Anyway, regular broom. Um, yeah. <laughs> Rick and Fred would take a bit of cockroach cluster if I told them they were peanuts. I ate cockroach at Comic Con two years ago or something. There was a movie coming out, Bugs, something like some bug movie. I don't know. And they had like the chef, like one of the best chefs in San Diego, like making like cockroach tacos or whatever. I did it. I hope you brush your teeth like a. Bill That's a Gryffindor move. No, it was um, a Ravenclaw. A Ravenclaw like studying. Yeah. Like oh snap! This They're high in protein. It was a disgusting. <laughs> movie, what it was. No, but people eat like bugs. Like they it. It's That's done. A cockroach? Yeah, That's people a eat. Where did he get those cockroaches from? People eat cockroaches though. Oh no! But where did he specifically Listen. get those cockroaches from? Because that's important. From, like, he scooped them up outside. Around the way. Washed them off. Around <laughs> 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 the way. Where did he get those from? We can't think about it anymore. Cockroach. Yeah. So they decide. That's a roach for <laughs> No. Wait. So you're allowed to sing that and, and I'm not allowed to sing Well, you sound lituation, so then I decided I was going to sing that. That's how that works. I mean, that's real, though. I'm not even yeah. actually that mad. Hogsmeade looks <laughs> like a Christmas card. A little little Dutch cottages and shops are all covered in a layer of crisp snow. There are holly wreaths on the doors and strings of enchanted candles hanging in the trees. And I that's need to That's how Wizarding World of Harry Potter is. They just have it with snow all the time on top, even though it's in hot Florida. And it looks like a Christmas card. I want to go back. I want to go. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's also, been like, like eight years since I went, or however long. It's been a long time. Yeah. yeah. But I also wonder, like, are there towns like this? I'm in Britain. Um, where are they? I want to go to Hogsmeade when we go to London. <laughs> I don't care where it is. I don't care if it's that like is. called Jolly Around the Corner yeah. or whatever. It's, you know, they have those weird names. <laughs> Poached by the Sea. Whatever. 
Um, <laughs> I'm going to go and I'm going to call it Hogsmeade and we might get into a fight, Bayana, or someone might try to punch me because I'm going to be like, Hogsmeade, where's the better beer? And they're going to be like, oh my God, stupid Americans. Go <laughs> and I'm going to be like, you voted for the Brexit. <laughs> and then, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Yikes. Um, oh, man. Yikes. So, Wizard Team well, podcast. Again, can you tell me after August? schedule that? Because <laughs> I'll be like, oh, no. They, they're never coming back from England. Um, I'm going to nah, take up the one, one, Robin, can you schedule that for me? <laughs> put um, it in the calendar. Put that, go ahead. Throw that in the calendar, too. Two, it looks like you're going to be our new permit uh, Wizard Team host, yeah. Connie. Yeah, it's just gonna be you and me fighting us. Because Robin can go pick fights. You're gonna have to pour one out for Robin. The British people. Some, pour out some butter. I, I want you to pour out some butter for me, though. Make sure. Gotcha. Make sure. sure. Gotcha. Um, so, so they, they go to sure. the three broomsticks. Right, because Harry doesn't have a jacket. No, he does not. So they get something warm. Or gloves. Or any scarf, nothing. Like. He Nothing. probably wasn't even wearing... He was like, I got on a t-shirt. It's right. good. He probably wasn't even wearing his robes for his class. Like, he's literally not wearing anything sensible. Um, they go <laughs> they go to the bar, and Ron starts to act on his crush on Madame Rose Murta. He's like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go get the drinks. I'll be right back. Go to Slightly Red. <laughs> um, they all chill. They she just shot 1993. <laughs> <laughs> um, they all go to um, the... They find like a spot to sit in and then all of a sudden, because it's not like it's a town or anything, some teachers roll up in there and they're like, quick, we gotta hide. <laughs> not only because Harry's there, but also you don't want to be drinking in the same spot your teacher's all <laughs> drinking in. That's, That's awkward. so That's awkward. Yeah. I also like don't understand but that yeah. there's like the two, there's the three broomsticks and there's a hog's head and they go to both of them, but these are bars. Like they ain't 18. How? What? No, get out. I think it's because they, they can only drink be- butterbeer. I know. So I, I think, think probably like, because it's... Might as well. No, it is weird. I think probably yeah. because it's a like a wizard-only town, and so it's like the two place spots or whatever. Um, also, right. also, I think it's because it's like they schedule these um, weekends. Oh, so yeah. like, you know, they already know that the students are going to come. Oh. So it's like, oh, by the way, just keep in mind that like, hey guys, you know. It's like it's first Friday. Where, like, people mm-hmm. that actually live in downtown Oakland are, like, the place where, every, you know, every city, or most cities have, like, a first Friday or something. The people that actually live there are, like, I'm mm-hmm. staying inside because then it's all these yep. tourists and... SantaCon! Oh, yeah. You guys have SantaCon? We have SantaCon. Yeah, so it's probably like, okay, mm-hmm. you know this is coming, so you better either Lock up. join in or or go home. Hide your kids, hide so your they, <laughs> So they know the students are coming, so it's like everything's sort of like tamer and probably like, okay, yeah. we're going to stay home, things like that. That's probably also part of it. Hagrid doesn't have his drinking buddies. <laughs> he's not. You know his drinking buddies are at the hogs meeting. He's not trading dragons. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they all at the hogs head, though. And three-headed dogs. So in an instant... <laughs> They both please are so Professors McGonagall and Flitwick had just entered the pub, followed by Hagrid, um, who was in a deep conversation with a portly man in a lime green bowler hat and pinstripe cloak, Cornelius Fudge, Minister of Magic. I hope Fudge was apologizing for last that was last spring, right? In a like, deep, how conversation deep is this conversation because Hagrid is like, "Where is my? I didn't get my supply of chocolate this month, and That's I feel like confrontation. Nothing. Where is it at? Mm-hmm. Um." But roll dogs, in an instant, Ron and Hermione both placed hands on top of Harry's head and forced him off his stool and under the table. 
Boom. I love that visual. I love right? we're immediately, immediately like, nope. Uh, <laughs> we are not. But we're, we're not, not doing, doing this today. Um, dripping with <laughs> butterbeer. I love beer, that visual so dri- much. Dripping with butterbeer and crouching out of sight. Harry clutched his empty tankard and watched the teachers. Fudge's feet moved toward the bar, pause, and then turn and walk right towards him. Somewhere above him, Hermione whispered, Mobiliar... Come on. Mobiliarbus? Mobiliarbus? Mobiliarbus. Oh, she's making them mobile. She's making them mobile. So the Christmas trees... Beside their table, rose a few inches <laughs> off the ground, drifted sideways, and lamped it with a soft up right in front of their table. And then they started to spin really fast and shoot things, like the ornaments <laughs> at Wait, people. And, and then the doctor came in and was like, whoa. And then, sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, this is familiar. This is familiar. Okay, I got you. I got you. I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> Barney Crouch came in like, um, this isn't supposed to happen. They're like, Barney? Why don't you in? Aren't you supposed to be an Azkaban? I thought she was an Azkaban. What you doing here? He's like, time can be rewritten. (laughs) Good old JK. (laughs) That was great. Oh man, it's getting late. Weird. This is when when we get delirious. There's gonna be like a maybe there isn't gonna be a distinct. Nah, we started pretty late. Yeah. I think this is every time. We're gonna have it's like It's because Connie's a vampire and she's like, hey, let's start this thing at ten. Um, yeah. so the Christmas, oh wait, so <laughs> then he saw another pair of feet wearing sparkly turquoise high heels and heard a woman's voice, that's Ron's Bay. <laughs> a small gilly water, mine, said Professor McGonagall. Four pints of mullet mead, towel rosemary. Four pints. Hagrid. Yeah. You're double. I feel like he's also part hobbit. <laughs> he's <laughs> double, like, double pints. fisting. Double, double fisting. But I mean, he is a giant, so like, Quadruple it's really fisting. just like, Two for still, each it's hand. still just like, basically one each, yeah. Uh, My thing is, is like, they just walked into the pub. She knows their drinks. They come she every day. Every, like, they come yeah. every week. <laughs> they come every Friday night. We like, actually ooh, don't know, yeah, like, we actually Lord. don't know how often the teachers get to go to Hogsmeade, so right. they probably come fairly often. They probably They're go like, nightly, to, break from these to be kids. honest. Actually, they, what if they like, I'll order their drinks ahead of time. They're like, can you please have this ready for me? Thank you. It's like Starbucks order ready. ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, can we appreciate the fact that Flitwick basically gets a show? Thank you. I love to him. say that. It's adorable. A cherry adorable. syrup and soda with ice. Mm, and an umbrella. And umbrella. And umbrella. And umbrella. And umbrella. That's so And important. you'll be me, the red current rum minister. Thank you, Rose Murder, my dear. Lovely to see you. I must say, have one yourself. Won't you come and join us? Thank you very much, Minister. Like you know, she was ready for some juice. She was ready for that gossip because you tea. on the job. Like, you can't be sitting hmm. down with the customers like that. But she's just like, ooh, the minister's here and McGonagall's here. I'm about to give me some information right now. Let me sit down and pour <laughs> me a drink. McGonagall in her church hat. Like this place is so. I don't know. Maybe because I assume Cornelius lives in London, where the Ministry of Magic is. But right. is Hogsmeade just the spot where you go? Because, like, the Minister of Magic knows you by name. Well, It's small. Yeah. It's a small community. But... It's only 3,000 of them. But, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Because it's the only wizarding... Fully wizarding... Like, fully wizarding... Village. Thing, yeah. So, so, I feel like that's, like, yeah. the place where wizards go on, like, staycation and shit. You know, like, <laughs> we don't go away, but it's, like, a driving day trip or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, right. 
apparate trip. Right. <laughs> um, so Harry watched the glittering hills march away and back again because she had to go get herself a drink. Um, <laughs> what brings you to this neck of the woods, the minister? What else, my dear, but serious black? I dare say you heard what happened up at the school at Halloween. I did hear rumor, admitted Rosemarta. Oh, wait, Connie. Wait, we should take turns. Okay. Can I be, can I be Hagrid? Wait, how many of us are there? There's three of us and five. Four. Five. Okay. Okay, I'll Um, be. McGonagall, Flitwick, Fudge, Hagrid, and Rosemarta. So that's five. I can be Hagrid, Flitwick. I'll be the boys and then you guys take everyone else. Er, (laughs) I'll be Fudge. Okay. And then and I'll be the girls. Connie can be Rosemurta and McGonagall since she got the accent on one. Right. <laughs> I do right. hear a rumor. All right. Did you- so should we start? Should we start no, over? No, no, no. Start from I heard a rumor. Or not over, over, but like the what brings you to the neck of the woods. Okay, go ahead. So what brings you to this neck of the woods, Minister? What else, my dear, but serious black? I dare say you heard what happened at the school at Halloween. I, I did hear a rumor. Did you tell the whole pub, Hagrid? Do you really think Black's still in the area, Minister? I'm sure of it. You know that Dementors have searched the whole village twice. Scared all my customers away. It's bad for business, Minister. Rosmurta, my dear. I don't like them any more than you do. Necessary precaution. Unfortunate, but there you are. I've met. I've just met some of them. They're in fury against Dumbledore. He won't let them inside the castle grounds. I should think not. How are we supposed to teach with those horrors and lot floating around? Here, here. <laughs> All the same, they are here to protect you all from something much worse. We all know what Black's capable of. Do you know, I still have trouble believing it. Of all the people to go over to the dark side, Sirius Black was the last I'd have thought. I mean, I remember him when he was a boy at Hogwarts. If you told me then what he was going to become, I'd have said you had too much mead. You don't know the half of it, Rosemurta. The worst he did isn't widely known. The worst? Worse than murdering all those poor people, you mean? I certainly I do. I can't believe that. What could be possibly worse? Oh. <laughs> you say you remember him at Hogwarts Rosemurta. Do you remember who his best friend was? Naturally. Never saw one without the other, did you? The number of times I had them in here. Ooh, they used to make me laugh. Quite the double act series, Black and James Potter. And here I need to pause. Well, Harry yeah. dropped his tanker with a loud clunk. Ron kicked him. Like... That's like being told, it's basically being told that your uncle is the one who betrayed your family. And it's just like, and when I find him, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. He was my friend. <laughs> he was my friend. <laughs> um, okay, really, I feel like maybe we should, should stop there. because That's a good yeah. stopping like, point, yeah. Yeah, for, for now. Um, so really quick, like the, when Fudge says that like the, the mentors are a necessary precaution, mm. Um, it reminds me again of like the Azkaban like Pottermore article um, where it's like it's a widely accepted view in wizard society at this point that the Dementors are there for their protection and like for the greater good and it's like a necessary evil mm-hmm. um, and they don't actually think about oh maybe we could just hire more ours <laughs> or like oh maybe budget we could just cuts, like Bayano. you know fix our justice system a little bit you know it's like Did no we're just say budget soul sucking <laughs> yeah you know they you know they always vote against tax rate tax increases you know it we right. already got all my guys. that's true <laughs> that's hella true yeah. um but yeah so it's just like yeah it's weird it's like not just fudge it's just like a because we've heard it so many times like oh the dementors are coming i don't really like them but if they keep us safe then it's mm-hmm. worth it um but then it's like is it worth it 
Mm. Um, especially the part where Fudge says, they're here to protect you all from something much worse. We all know what Black's capable of. But it's like, the Dementors definitely almost killed Harry. <laughs> so that's counterproductive. But the other thing Just is... Just a chapter ago, you heard about Sirius Black coming into for Halloween, but did you hear about Harry Potter falling off his broomstick because the Dementors are there? Like, or coming after him on know. the train on the way to school? That too. These are, you Facts. Know, but also, things. I think what's interesting to note is that the Dementors are not like Aurors who would be like trained to track and find someone. Like they're supposed to be right. guards. So like, where are the Aurors in this situation? There should be Aurors on the streets too. The Aurors like, that are we know the, of, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, they're like um, Arthur says earlier. Like he's they've pulled everyone off the on the Ministry onto like looking for this person, and I'm sure the Aurors are leading like the yeah. actual like detective work there's like a dc mad eye moody <laughs> partnered with dc john luther and they're going around like doing the actual detective and police work of finding where some like where a fugitive would be like you don't send the prison guards to look for a fugitive kingsley exactly kingsley like no kingsley's guarding what the minister was the local minister Elba? right no i think that's later that's, that's later. later that's later Wait, you said what? Oh, yeah, that's after yeah, Voldemort yeah. comes back. Uh, Kingsley is the he's the head the of the series Black. Yeah. Investigation. <laughs> that, oh right. Okay. Why isn't the Aurora the TV show? That would be a great season. Right. Yeah. Can, can if that is, can Kingsley be played by? <gasps> <Angel>? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Ooh. That might be too Please much. That you. might be too much. <laughs> I'm willing to. I'm willing to. Ooh. To trek through that. Yeah. Talk about a Netflix it's, binge, my God. Anyway, <laughs> but, <laughs> it's like it's it's really weird because it's it's again a matter of looking to be or to be seen doing something because mm-hmm. if if we were told that like all of these prisoner prison guards are all out on the hunt for serious black, we're like, but who's guarding the prisoners in the prison, and why don't you have many dementors? I guess. Yeah, but it's like also like why don't you have the professionals whose job it is to catch criminals catch this criminal? Also, the mm-hmm. Dementors are they like they didn't do their job very well when he got away from them. So, it's not mm-hmm. it 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 looks better. It's like the flashiness of having these Dementors guarding things. You know, they're imposing. People are scared of them. So it seems mm-hmm. like the Ministry is doing all they can. But really, the smart thing to do would be to have people like underground like being very nonchalant, like, undercover at Hogsmeade, oh, at, at, but at Hogshead. Is, but maybe that is what's happening. So the Dementors are the public show. Yeah, exactly. So that everyone's distracted. It's just like, oh, this must be how they're looking. So everyone's sort of, like, focusing on the Dementors. On the other hand, it's just like, you're not paying attention. Because you're so, like, focused on the Dementors, you're not paying attention to the Order, who, or who's in the corner. It's in there, like, Aragorn in Lord of the Rings, like, in the back corner, in the dark, like, <laughs> the I'm hood. still watching you. <laughs> so, like, what you're saying is probably, like, a mixture of both. Of, like, it is yeah. the public show. But then it is kind of probably, like, a legit, like, Fudge was like, let's use the Dementors. And someone smarter than him below him was like... Yeah, no. let's use the Dementor. And then Kingsley <laughs> was like, "Yes, 
all right, while he goes off to do that, we'll do the real work. I, I was about to say, I was like, you are giving Fudge a lot of credit for being, like, very thoughtful and doing, like, oh, we'll have I this just, big public show, and then we'll do, you know. I'm right, like, I no, know I just, I, I demoted, I demoted <laughs> it from Fudge. I was like, wait, no, Fudge can't handle all that. So Fudge came up with the main idea, and someone else was like, that's stupid, but we can use it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay. Um, uh, so I don't know we, if there's anything else. Do you want to start from the I think we should yeah. just... Okay. Oh. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So, that's so precisely, Black and Potter, ringleaders of their little gang, bright, both very bright, of course, exceptionally bright. In fact, in fact, but I don't think we've ever had such a pair of troublemakers. I don't know. Fred and George Weasley could give them a run for their money. You'd have thought Black and Potter were brothers, chimed in Fred. Like, inseparable. <laughs> of course they were. Potter trusted Black beyond all his other friends. Nothing changed when they left school. Black was the best man when James married Lily. Then they named him Godfather to Harry. Harry has no idea, of course. You can imagine how the idea would torment Because him. Black turned out to be in league with you-know-who? Worse even than that, my dear. Not many people are aware that the Potters knew you-know-who was after them. Dumbledore, who was of course working tirelessly against you-know-who, had a number of useful spies. One of them tipped him off, and he alerted James and Lily at once. He advised them to go into hiding. Well, of course, you know who's wasn't you know who wasn't the easiest person to hide from. Dumbledore told them their best chance was the Fidelius charm. All of that just made me hyperventilate. All of that. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much in There's that. There's a lot. There's so much in that. Like the fact that they, I think it's interesting that McGonagall doesn't mention Remus. Yeah. True. I think and probably I think because, because she's she, at school. she doesn't want to bring attention to. Totally. To him in front of I just, yeah. the fact that he's a teacher now. She doesn't want to, like, re- remind Fudge that he was a part of that. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Also, the one who tipped him off. Snape. Was Snape. Aha! Uh-huh. Snape, Snape, Severus, Snape. <laughs> Dumbledore! <laughs> Why has that not happened before? <sighs> I don't know, Why actually. Why that happened before? <laughs> Took us 47 episodes to get there. 46. All right. Like but can 46. we get some... How does that work? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's... How does that work? <laughs> <clears throat> An immensely complex <laughs> spell involving the magical concealment of a secret inside a, living, a single living soul. The information is hidden inside the chosen person or secret keeper and is henceforth impossible to find. Unless, of course... The secret keeper chooses to divulge it. As long as the secret keeper refuses to speak, you know who could search the village where Lily and James were staying for years and never find them. Not even if he had his nose pressed against the sitting room window. So Black was the part of the secret keeper? No. <laughs> Naturally, James Potter told Black, Dumbledore that Black would rather die than tell them tell where they were. That Black was planning to go into hiding himself. And yet Dumbledore remained worried. I remember him offering to be the Potter's secret keeper himself. He suspected Black? He was sure that somebody close to the Potters had been keeping you-know-who informed of their movements. Indeed, he had suspected for some time that someone on our side had turned traitor and was passing a lot of information to you-know-who. I don't know if we should stop there. Um, but I feel like James we should Potter- stop there. I mean, we're going to, yeah. like, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. We got to get to Hagrid saying, I met him. Must have been a confident to murder okay. the traitor. Um, oh, real quick. Um, 
Oh, really quickly. There's just a really... We can skip this, like, the most of it, but just this part where he says, Black was tired of his double agent role. He was ready to declare his support openly for you-know-who, which is total speculation. And, like, where did he... He didn't even, like, give series a trial, like, how you know But also, that's not how double agents work. You... No. Like, as five go... I'm tired of this rouge. I am who I am. It's like, no, you either, like, you, you right? leave. That's not how that You leave quietly, never to be seen again, because you've gotten all the information mm-hmm. you need, or you stay, like, Snape, into perpetuity, leaving this double life. Right. Like, there are CIA agents. Shh. Sorry. <laughs> NSA people. I don't know. I'm looking around. Like, whatever. But there are I mean, people... this will be a publicly broadcast podcast. Listen. So. <laughs> They gonna be listening either yeah. way. So I mean, thanks there for are... listening, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the team. Hey, Tell us NSA. <laughs> Welcome to the team, NSA. Um, no, but there are like agents who live. I, I mean, has no one seen the Americans? They like literally just set up shop forever. There was That's no crazy. end game, and the end game isn't. They get tired and they kill fourteen <laughs> people on the street. The end game at the right. at best is. They get on a plane and like secret away in the middle of the night and then go live their life somewhere else because mm-hmm. what is the point of being a spy if at any point you're going to go, I'm a spy and y'all are <laughs> pissing me off so I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> like, that's not how that works. You're the world's worst spy. <laughs> I mean, they clearly know how <laughs> subtlety works in the wizarding world so Jeez. no one has any idea. <laughs> he had no choice but to run for it. So I guess, you know, they're kind of going with that where it's like he was going to run away. After he was going right. to tell everyone his secret. And then Hagrid's just so loud. <laughs> I met him. Turncoat. I met him. I must have been the last to see him before he killed all them people. All right, Hagrid. <laughs> Most importantly. I the murdering traitor. Thank you. That's all that's Please important. keep your voice down. <laughs> well, wait. Um, so Sirius oh. Black turns up on that flying motorbike he used to ride. So that's like. Throwback yes. from when he was my guy, so guy. chapter. Guy. So um, but, huh? What? Two days before his birthday. Yeah, we, let's not, we can't do that. We can't, we can't do it. We can't do it. No. Because she hates no. them. No, we can't do it. She, <laughs> literally, J.K. Rowling is the they that DJ Khaled talks about. And they don't want Sirius to be happy. They don't want serious. They don't want Serious. the Marauders, to, they be don't happy, want the Marauders right? to win. They don't want Remus to live. Not a one of them. They don't want the Marauders to be. Not a one of them. Because even Peter's not happy after he like Peter's he doesn't a rat. get to. Peter, right? He doesn't get to. <laughs> but I'm saying like. But I'm saying like you are like okay cool I'm gonna be on this other side and you that's supposed to be like the side you really feel like okay cool I can roll with these people you're supposed to be able to be happy about that no he doesn't get to be happy nope. about that he has to live as a rat for forever and then after that his master comes back and he's still ain't chopped, happy and chopped his hand off yes which he deserves yep um but still um and serious black uh wait never occurred to me what he was doing there i didn't know he'd been lillian james's secret keeper Duh. thought he just heard the news of you know who's attack and come to see what he could do white and shaken he, he was so that's the thing is like he was ha- and it's not just haggard but like they're taking like I think I think Haggard specifically because he actually saw Sirius like right after it happened, and like he's taking all of these 
like signs. things that he saw and cues and Symptoms like of- into what was actually happening and then be- then later after hearing the story another a different story is like changing it in his head mm-hmm. so that it makes sense that he's yeah he's like maybe like, i remembered it incorrectly like he was shaking right. like he probably saw him crying but then didn't really like now that he's the, the, the traitor like he doesn't see that murderer. he probably yeah. doesn't see that mm-hmm. anymore yeah and also the white and shaking is like a his family has just been murdered but be like mm-hmm. he anger and rage and like he he knows who did he, it and i think he does think it's his yeah fault. exactly like he and mm-hmm. he's like i was i thought that i was being so clever mm-hmm. to like make peter the secret <laughs> keeper like that was my idea i was like everyone yeah. will think it's me and like we'll let people think it's me Mm-hmm. And it'll be Peter. And I'm so clever. And in me being so clever. Especially because he was so clever that he didn't even tell Dumbledore, Dumbledore that it yeah. wasn't him. So, like, it was literally all him. Where it's like, he didn't even run this idea. Like, that's a Griff- That's where his Gryffindor-ness, where, where the Gryffindor, like, trait causes you to have your own downfall. Where it's just like, you're... He, came up with this brilliant idea. Let's do it. Yeah, let's let's get it done. Didn't run it by anybody. Probably except for Lily and James. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure they're... Because he didn't even tell Remus. They, right, they didn't tell yeah. Remus. He told Lily and James, right? Yeah, yeah. they have to... Okay, they have to know. They have, they have to, to be the charm. Like, agree. Okay, yeah. so it's like he didn't even tell, you know, these people, like, didn't run it by re- anyone, really. And Literally, so I like, think, like, they were getting ready to do the charm, and he's like, I have an idea. Whoa, this is me. <laughs> I think you're a Gryffindor. I think this is where your Gryffindor parts come in. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. But okay. Um, or I refuse to accept. Maybe that's more... That's more, yeah. That's more likely. That's more um, like it. They were getting ready to do it, and he was like, oh, but you know what we could do? It was a Aminata. You know what we should do? <laughs> we should call Peter. And Peter, they, come over here real quick. Yeah, he operated over, mm-hmm. and then they did the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So how was I? And then this is how like, and this is how Hagrid like rationalizes it. He says, "How was I to know he wasn't upset about Lily and James? It was you know who he cared about." Mm-hmm. Like, and then he says, "Give mm-hmm. Harry to me, Hagrid. I'm his godfather. I'll look after him." Ha! But I had me orders from Dumbledore, and I told Black no. Um, Black argued, but in the end, he gave in. Told me to take his motorbike to get Harry there. I won't need it anymore. Okay, hold on, hold, hold up. So Dumbledore, like, immediately, like, regardless of the, um, the sort of feelings about, like, whether or not Sirius was the traitor or not, since Sirius, since he assumed that Sirius was the, the traitor at, like, probably meet, like, in the split second, but he immediately knew that he had to go to his aunt uncle's house. So, like, does he know about, like, the whole blood magic thing that is a part of why Harry is safer there. Yeah. Like, yeah. that seems to be, like, yeah. an immediate, like, okay, well, because of yeah, how it's gonna, this that. is the answer. Because of how Harry survived, and because, Like, he doesn't need to think about it, or study it, or anything, you And know? the people, like, Voldemort it's was an interesting so thought. close to death or whatever, that, like, Everyone that was under his imperious curse or whatever was listed, right? So it was like immediately people think he's, if they don't think he's dead, they think he's like barely hanging on, right? Like that's like mm-hmm. what Hagrid and then think he's too, yeah. he was 
not human enough to die anymore, but he's, like, right. just some... You know, they probably think he's kind of, like, he's turned into a Dementor type of, you know, like, this, like, <laughs> ghastly spirit, whatever. My other thing, though, is, too, is, like, so, if Series Black mass murderer. is this, like, super, not, not even, and even just before that, if he's, like, this super big follower of Voldemort, what's, what stopped him from killing mm-hmm. both Hagrid and Harry in that mm-hmm. moment? Right. Hagrid ain't got no well, magic dog! Why would you right, could Harry be big, no magic. but you ain't got Why no magic? Why would he give you the motorcycle to take Harry away <laughs> from him? Okay, so what Bayana's doing right now is what Hermione did a couple chapters ago, where she just was like, "Oh, your rabbit died. Well, let me um just cut I'm down sorry. all of I just don't understand. I just say hi, Dara. <laughs> you just hear like tiptoeing in like I'm not t- like I haven't taken over her entire apartment for two hours to talk about Harry Potter which she does not care about two hours plus oh, and I do theoretically care about Harry Potter in the future at some point <laughs> talk about tiny whitey <laughs> one day I might sometime Care, have care. <laughs> it's all the tenses. All the tenses. I've cared about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so. I'm also curious what Dumbledore thought about Sirius giving the bike yeah. to Hagrid. I don't, I don't think that Sirius, or that Dumbledore, I think the way that Dumbledore thinks is kind of similar to Hermione, where it's like, it, given all of the, Given the facts that lay out, this is probably what happened, but I'm not convinced. Because he's very, also, he's very easily convinced mm-hmm. of Sirius's innocence. Like, yeah, it, it's true. So I think he's like, I don't have a plausible alternative than to believe that Sirius is a notorious mass murderer, but I'm not, like, maybe he was under the Imperius curse. Maybe it was, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there was yeah. more to it. And I know that, like, this, I don't know, do they talk about that? Like, if you're the secret keeper... Can, if th- someone puts you under the Imperius curse, can you then tell? Or, True. like, how does that work, right? Like, yeah. Um, I feel like it must not unbreakable be unbreakable vow. It's like. Because then why choose that method, you know? Because if it were that easy, and yeah. not to say that that's an easy way to go about it, but they, like, they're using Imperius left and right. Like, this is not, like, some rare thing that they might try mm-hmm. to do. This is something they're doing in the ministry, like, with like high-powered wizards all day long, so I feel like if it were e- if it were that simple, because they've come across each other before, like the Potters have fought them three times. So if it were mm-hmm. that easy to cast the Imperius curse and be like, "Tell me the secret," I don't think that they would have chosen that method to keep them hidden. So yeah, and I think, but I think the like what's more likely is that. Because they do both on both sides have spies and people like infiltrating things is I think that maybe Dumbledore thinks at the most like they got to Sirius another way. Like maybe they took his brother or I mean I think Regalia was already passed on by then, but um, yeah, but like, or, but you know, he was just, dis- or if they think, you know, he's disappeared, then maybe they were like, we have him and we'll kill your brother. Or Remus, you or Remus or Peter. I, you know, like, I don't really know. Honestly. Or Remus, or, yeah, yeah. But I think he thinks that there's probably something else, that, like, extenuating circumstances, and then maybe the 
knowledge of or the guilt of giving away the secret broke him and then that's how he ended up mm. killing Peter or killing you know like because mm-hmm. do they I think they say that they know yes. that he killed Peter yes. or they, they think he killed Peter so all that was left was a finger so like maybe he thinks that maybe Peter which because Dumbledore does know them like maybe Peter was the one who was leaned on and then somehow got or serious to tell Peter and that's how they broke mm-hmm. the curse, you know? Like, he got By tricked into telling Peter. And then once he found that out, he Right, so he's still guilty of, you know, of a broke. crime, but not the yeah. crime that everyone thinks he's guilty of. So that's possibly where Dumbledore sort of fudges yeah. the line. So it's mm-hmm. like, he, uh, he doesn't believe he purposely told about Lily and James, but then he did turn on... Muggle Peter and Muggles Peter. and Muggles. If it weren't, yeah. I think if it weren't yeah. just Peter, mm-hmm. it would be a slightly different. Like, okay, well, th- that was a strong betrayal, and like he could come up with like the excuses to help Sirius out. But mm-hmm. because Muggles were involved, like it, like you said, the whole mental break maybe of like, okay, you betrayed me, and now yeah. and, like our friends died, and I kill. I did this. I told you this secret when I shouldn't have, but also I did kill people. So he is guilty yeah yeah i think that's where he is until we find out he isn't (laughs) he's guilty (laughs) until he isn't true you're right i'm just saying he didn't kill them he sure didn't which is awesome and also which i'm really glad that that was that that wasn't you know what i mean i'm glad they weren't like oh but he did right the story could have turned that way yeah (laughs) he didn't he didn't betray your parents but he did kill the muggles (laughs) all 13 of them Oh, well, like that would be a problem. <laughs> um, but what if I'd given him to Harry, eh? I bet he'd have pitched Why? him off from, like halfway out to see. Hagrid. No, he wouldn't have. He just let you go, right. Hagrid. You didn't even finish school, bro. Like you didn't even want. Like you can't even defend yourself. Right? Okay, and then here's this. And then here's this one part that sounds like Hagrid is in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> but when a wizard goes over to the dark side, there's nothing and no one that, that matters happen? to him anymore. Hagrid, no, it's not how this works. It's all black and white. It's very yeah. black and white. It's very like you're. It's it's not like the he Hagrid operates on the idea that there are good people and definitely yes, very much so, and that's it. Um, and, like, and then yeah. Madame Rosemarca says, but he didn't manage to disappear, did he? The Ministry of Magic called like, him nope, the oops, next day. He didn't. <laughs> um, if only we had. It was little Peter Pettigrew, another of the Potter's friends, maddened by grief, no doubt, and knowing that Black had been the Potter's secret keeper, he went after Black himself. <laughs> really. Little the Peter fourth, Pettigrew. The fourth. Known coward. The tr- like, he's not even secondly vocalist. He's not even thirdly vocalist. Right? He's Listen, not even Kelly Rowland. Listen, dude. He's not even Michelle. Look, he is no. Farrah Fawcett. Her, her last name, name is Farrah. Farrah what's her name? That's that not, not her name. name. It's definitely He's not. Latavia. But now I'm a, it's Farrah something. <laughs> See, I don't even know yeah, her name. Farrah, whatever. Franklin. Franklin. Maybe. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. We don't know. know. Wait, I'm Googling it. That's why. It is Farrah Franklin. But also, I would love to say that as Bayana was saying that, I was like, he is the fourth Destiny's Child member that got pitched. <laughs> not the first, not the original two. Like when they got Michelle and the yeah, other one. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's fair. Exactly. Fun. That's fair when fun. they got Michelle and the yeah. other one, and then the other one was they were like, Nah, girl. <laughs> that is Peter. That's Peter. Little Peter Groot. That fat little boy. And then Madame Rosemary. Pedigree. Yeah, right. 
hero worship Black and Potter, never quite in their league talent rise. I was often rather sharp with him. Um, you can imagine how I regret that now. Like, so he wasn't very talented. You just said that James and Sirius were like uber talented. He was the fat little one that just tagged along with them, but he went after. Yes. He went after Sirius Black. Apparently. If you turn if if you put Black in with Peter and Peter in with so Black, it makes all of the sense. Story. Even this story right. makes all of the sense. Flip it, and it makes none and of the yet, sense. And yet, like, the story never really comes out properly. And yet. Sirius dies and doesn't even get to, 13 like... 13 years, people just... Live a normal life. Um, right? Whew. They they say he was sobbing, Lillian James, Sirius, how could you? Who heard that? Oh, he probably said it himself anyway. He was probably loud about it. Um, Black was quicker, blue mm-hmm. Peter pedigree yeah. smithereens. Stupid boy, foolish boy. He was always hopeless at dueling. Should have left it to the ministry. Um, I tell you, if I ever got to black before Pettigrew did, I would have invested around him. I would have ripped him limb from limb. You are not legally allowed to do magic. Also, (laughs) calm down. If Sirius was too quick with a wand, how you gonna get to him? How? Right. How did you not? How did you not die, Hagrid? He could have killed you. Hagrid. He could have killed you. You ain't got the answers, Hagrid. You ain't got the answers, Hagrid. Nobody but trained hit wizards from the magical law enforcement squad could have stood a chance against Black. Also, like all of the, like hit wizards sound completely like their own. (laughs) Listen, listen. They got their own Jason Bourne, or if there's something else. No, these are Jason Bournes. These are wizards by Jason Bourne coming after you. <laughs> Wizard Liam Neeson. Wizard Winter Soldiers. What, what is yes. the color of the photo? Purple, black. I am ready to comply. They got a whole hit, hit squad, squad of Winter hit Soldiers. Team. Magical Winter Soldiers. The Department of Magical t- Catastrophe. Wizards. Winter Wizards. Winter Wizard. And I was first on the scene after Black murdered all those people. I I will never forget it. I still dream about it sometimes. Okay. A crater in the middle of the street. (laughs) He don't. (laughs) A crater in the middle of the street. So deep it had cracked the sewer below. Bodies everywhere. Muggles screaming and Black standing there laughing. With what was left of Pettigrew in front of him. A heap of bloodstained robes and a few... A few fragments. (laughs) Real quick. That sewer. That's an important part. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he disappeared. No one seeing a little mice running around. Aha. Mm-hmm. Aha. Two four um, four fingered mouse. Yeah. At least he lost a um, finger. Well there you have it, Rosemerta. Black 20? was taken away by twenty members of the magical 20. law enforcement squad and pet twenty. And Pettigrew received received the order of Mor- the order of bleh, the order of Merlin first class, which I think was some comfort to his poor mother. Black's been in Azkaban ever since. Is it true he's mad, Minister? I wish I could say that he was. I certainly believe that his master's defeat unhinged him for a while. The murder of Pettigrew and all those muggles was the action of a cornered and desperate man. Cruel. Pointless. Yet I met Black on my last inspection of Azkaban. You know, most of the prisoners in there sit muttering to themselves in the dark. There's no sense in them, but I was shocked by how normal Black seemed. He spoke quite rationally to me. It was unnerving. You'd have thought he was merely bored. Asked if I'd finished with my newspaper. Uh (laughs) Cool as you please. Said he missed doing the crossword. 
Yes, I was astounded at how little the a little effect the Dementors seemed to have on him. And he was one of the most heavily guarded in the place, you know. Dementors outside his door day you, and night. What do you think he's broken out to do? Good gracious, man. So you, he isn't trying to rejoin, you know, who is he? So they, do they believe that he's still alive now? I, I, I that was my yeah. question. Because, uh, well, I guess, like... Like, is it widely think, accepted that he's not dead? But I think dead, that, that, like, these back? people are close. Like, Hogwarts yeah. is close, too. Hogwarts. Hogwarts. The closer you are, the and more you believe. Fudge. Yeah. And Fudge is close to, like, talks to Dumbledore a lot. And Dumbledore has always been insistent that he's not dead. Mm-hmm. So, I think that, mm-hmm. like, maybe Seamus' parents think that, you know... He's gone for good. He's gone for good, but um, people that are in the know... And Rosemarta is, like, obviously... She's like one of the best bartenders in the game because they spill guts. Yes, she got like, them quickly oh, looking up and was just like, "Okay, <laughs> what do you think, Minister?" Sips tea right. while dishing tea. Uh huh. I dare say that's his eventual plan, but I but we hope to catch Black long before that. I must say, you know who alone and friendless is one thing, but give him back his most Ooh. devoted servant. I and I shudder to think oh, how quickly he'll rise months. again. Yeah, right. Um, God. Um, you know, Cornelius, if you're dying with the headmaster, we better head back up to the castle. Pretty sure Rose so Murder was like, they leave. Why well, you gotta go? What you mean? Don't have another drink. Let's right. sit down. Let's chat. What else we got? <laughs> um, so the teacher, like, they all leave. The teachers disappear. Um, Harry, Ron, and Hermione's faces appeared under the table. They were staring, they were both staring at him. Lost for words. He's dropping again, though. <laughs> As per usual. Yeah. How much of this story would be different if they minded their own business and didn't eavesdrop on people's conversations? Because it would probably take them much longer <laughs> than see Voldemort. True. To be honest. True story. True. Because like he only hears about them <laughs> as nosy like, as they are. He overhears about the um about Black being after him in the first place. Like event Arthur told him the next day, but like. He overheard that yeah. first. She's <laughs> like, okay. Right. But, I mean, that's just a lot of information to take in, and poor Harry is just stuck. Like, what, what do you, you say? Do like, yeah, what do you like, do with that information? You? They're just like, um, so, <laughs> about that. Um, yeah. And it's just also interesting to me, um, like, he has these two best friends, and he's, like, so close with them. And to, to sort of be looking at, like, two of your best friends after hearing that your dad's best friend betrayed you, like, that's your gotta godfather. be weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be weird. It's gonna be, like, so... And what do you, like, what does Harry say? But then what do you say is, like, wrong right. and like, that nothing. Moment? You just go back home, like... No, you're just like, yeah. holy shit. He, he literally is probably your like, life sucks. So... I'm gonna go, and they're like, yeah, that's okay, best. we'll check on you later. That's for the best. <laughs> right. And they stare at him as they, they walk him back to the, like, trap door, and they do, you know, like, people, like, look at you, like, my dad does it to me all the time, to be honest, when I'm, like, especially whenever I'm PMSing, usually, <laughs> sorry, but, like, <laughs> when I'm, like, crying or something, and I stop crying, and then he just looks at me, like, when's it gonna happen again? <laughs> Wait, just like you know, like when oh, that's, you know, people are like, is she? That's the trio in all of Order of the Phoenix. Like, is Harry gonna like start yes. like at us again? Is he gonna blow up? Yeah. When's he gonna blow up? He uh, was there. They start treating him the way that <laughs> Harry treats Dudley. 
when he's like, let me scarf down this bacon real quick and yep. get ready. So in the movie, <laughs> is this scene, because I've only seen Lord of the Phoenix, I mean, Prison Basketball one time, one singular time. How dare you? Um, is this the same scene where they find out all this information, then they go out into the snow and he's like, he was their friend. Yeah, okay. he takes yeah. off and they follow him. <laughs> he just bumping through people, but he has his invisibility cloak. <laughs> Footsteps in the snow, not even trying to hide what's going on. Um, and he says, when I find him, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. He's trying to be Liam Neeson's. Mm. <laughs> he was. He was. He, he thought don't. he had a special sense. Okay, Hagrid. He doesn't know how to do a Patronus talk yet. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Who's our um, MVPs? Um, I think <laughs> McConaughey for giving us all of the information. I like low-key just love that we got all of this because no one else could have provided this information. You mean, I feel like you just want to like make Rose Murcha the MVP. I kind of do because she like sat down and got them all to dish (laughs) on all the secrets. I also thought of Rose Murda. But also Remus. You were just like Wendy Williams. But then also Remus. Like I found earlier in the chapter. Yeah, like this chapter needs two MVPs because it's such a long chapter and has two different... I benched so you said and Remus, McDonald's yes. and, and Remus? Okay. I made okay. four people my MVP. <laughs> Actually, four? three. Yeah. How do I do say. that? So I said the... I don't know how you said four. Because I said the Marauders, and to me the Marauders oh. are four. But then... I wrote, I wrote well, minus Lily. Thank you. you. I count Lily. Look at you looking out. I count Lily. Good looking out. As a Marauder. She doesn't count here, sadly. Because she didn't have anything to do with the map. Yeah, they're also yeah. MVPs because of the map. But that's where Remus yeah, comes Yeah, so I in. give it yeah. Yeah. I James, James, Sirius, and Remus for A, for the map, which I guess kind of Peter, but yeah, but he's disqualified. Yes. Because B, for also just like looking out for each other in life and death. Because <laughs> um, Remus is still doing his job looking out for Harry. Um, Sirius is looking out for all of them, really. Because he's going after his his revenge, dude. Remember that show Revenge? If, yep, I watched it. If Revenge it. starred Sirius Black, and so it was just about him like escaping. I would have continued escaping Azkaban and this whole year where he's trying to get at Peter. I'd watch that. I watched the fuck out of that. Same. Um, Same. Yeah. So I, the Marauders. I said Fred and George. Nice, mm. understandable. Yeah. Cause yeah, they're awesome. But, yeah, but also just, like, it was really great to see, like, that, like, you know, we kind of see it, but to, like, I don't know, just reinforce the, like, relationship that Harry has with them, like, separate, like we were talking mm-hmm. about. And it also just, like, it makes it super plausible that in the next book, Harry would give them his triwizard. Mm. Yeah. Well, also, I think, just like, like, they have, like you said, um, we kind of see it, right? But this is the first real example like full complete they have their own because they go out of their way after the train to like cheer him up um Mm -hmm. which they don't have to do and then they're the first ones by his bedside all the time because he Mm -hmm. boy is in the hospital after quidditch a lot see i ain't no gryffindor because after that first one i'd be like "Mm, (laughs) to say for me you gotta regrow my bones (laughs) how many times i'm gonna end up in the hospital wing after a game after a match but um (laughs) Yeah, they're always, like, first there. So, yeah, I, I think... And also just any time to, like, give it up to Fred and George is a yeah. good, 
Good thing. Um, yep. I benched Peter Pettigrew because he was their friend yes. and he betrayed them. <laughs> he was a friend. Yes. Legit. <laughs> He's the reason why um, they so. cannot have any like happiness or harmony between them as adults because of Peter Pettigrew. And yet Joanne is such a hater. <laughs> Joanne Kathleen. She is the worst. only one that is free this whole time. She's yeah. just disrespectful. Like Remus is free, but he in his own kind of prison. But he's not exactly. really free. Yeah. He's not. It's just a problem. Peter gets um, to live the most Also our life. honorary bench is Davy Gudgeon. <laughs> right. Davy Gudgeon also has to get benched. Who else did we, we wait, bench wait, someone I, else? After that, I benched I benched Fudge and Peter. So um, okay, yeah. I benched Fudge because he just keep telling the story, and it just keep getting more implausible and more implausible. <laughs> but he gonna keep telling right. it, and he gonna keep adding and information he, and to he, it about how he was and there. And he still he still wakes up with nightmares. Sure, okay, about right. the sure you do. Oh, sure, sure thing. Boy. Yeah, that's boy, totally boy. what you see when you go to Azkaban with your crossword, yeah. with your with your <laughs> newspaper. Right, and you so hardcore, but yet you give a mass, a notorious mass murder, a crossword puzzle. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> he did though. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, "Oh, sure." He didn't think, "Oh, you want my paper?" But also, he didn't investigate that. He didn't like look in further into that. Like, "Oh, this this dude is chilling. He's cool." Nobody thought to be like, "Maybe I should ask a question as to why, after 13, 12, 13 years, you in there, just chilling." Like, he didn't bother to even look into it. Although, how, how long mm. afterwards, nope. though, did Sirius Curious, take? curious, Although, curious. So how long did it. Sirius take? He was just like, oh, snap, that's him. Gots to go. <laughs> Deuces. Mm. Mm-hmm. Deuces. <laughs> but also, though, if someone asks for your cross, this is doing the crossword puzzle, and, like, there's a reason why prisoners don't get, especially, like, the way that they want them to feel cut off, mm-hmm. right? So why don't you just rip out the crossword section or something? You give them the whole paper, mm-hmm. and you walking the around with a whole paper. paper. Yep. In Afghanistan, it's like might as well. What are you? What are you reading the paper for also in Afghanistan? You apparate there, and then you apparate the fuck out. That takes two seconds. You don't need no type of paper. Also, I forgot to nothing. bring this. There's no commute. Yeah. And I, we are so overtired, but I forgot to bring this up earlier. We are. But he is going to meet with the Dementors, or he went to meet, talk with the Dementors because they were furious about Dumbledore's treatment. And then he goes to inspect, and then he talks to the Dementors. How do you talk to Dementors? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Sorry. And I just want to put that out as we're wrapping up to Wizard Team as a whole. How does one talk to Dementors? Excellent question. Excellent. Curious, curious. <laughs> if you could um, answer that question using the hashtag Wizard Team on Twitter. So we've officially broke the three hour. <laughs> it was a long chapter. It was a long chapter. It was a very long and chapter. And I am in someone else's house. Just want y'all to know that. Um, I am on the East Coast. We won't talk about what time it is right now. We know. It's late AF. We know you vampires. Um, all right, so thank you guys so much for There's listening. Not, time isn't a strict isn't a strict progression from cause to effect, so it's cool. It's all right. Um, so next week we'll be discussing chapter eleven the, of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, the Firebolt. Make sure to read and follow along, or just follow along. Um, let us know who you think the real MVP is and who is benched. Don't worry, we got pedigree for you. Um, mm-hmm. And if you want to join the conversation on Twitter at We Black and Nerds and hashtag Wizard Team. 
And again, we take all of your votes and at the end we tally them up and we choose who wins the book and who loses the book. Mm-hmm. Um, check out our website, blackgirlsnerdout.com. Follow us on Twitter, at WeBlackAndNerds. Um, hashtag Wizard Team, at Yana underscore Hollows. For me, at under, Robin underscore Ravenclaw. For Robin. At Constar24. At Constar24. For Connie. Also, Facebook. check out on blackgirlsnerdout.com that awesome post about Patronus Fuel. Yes, do that. Um, we're on Facebook at Black Girls Nerd Out, and also Instagram and Tumblr at the same. Make sure you get your votes in. Do See that. you next week. Thanks for having Thanks me for on, guys. Anytime. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's just habit to hear it at this point. Oh.